DJ Dubs. Mixtape. Oh, look who's on the phone. Who's that? Dustin Diamond. Get the hell out of here. Dustin Diamond, you're in the hideout. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Hey, we uh, we are in uh, in the area in Florida here. We just went to the pilot show, and uh, I took part, and I got to uh, rape and pillage. It was awesome. All right, you sound so drunk right now. Have you uh, been no, enjoying? No, no, actually, I'm not drunk. I'm I'm uh, planning to get drunk. I'm with recording artist uh, Fabian here, and we went in, and we uh, we we t we're gonna take home some wenches. Is what it's about. Uh, where are you performing this weekend, Dustin? I'm at the uh, Orlando Improv, and Fabian is all over Florida. All right, who is Fabian? Who is this kid? Never heard of him. Who's Fabian? Hold on a second. Oh, well, don't worry. <laughs> now Fabian's hey, going to get the... how you doing? Fabian. 4.1, Fabian Music. How are you doing today? Uh, Fabian, so are you a are you a are you a rock star or a pop star? I'm actually an R and B pop star. Just got signed to Prime Morris Records, Universal Music Distribution. Oh. We'll be we'll be dropping the first week of January actually. The album is called Next Level. Do we can we see if we have any Fabian here? Now why are you hanging why are you hanging out with Dustin Diamond? Are you guys like old friends or what? Yeah, Dustin and I are old friends, and uh, we're just out perusing the city, having a good time. I happen to be in the area. He called me up, and uh, I said, why not? Let's hit the private dinner adventure and see, you know, <laughs> see what kind of good time we can have tonight. I'm going to let Dust tell you about that. All right, thank and you. And let me do something. Do I have Fabian, like, uh, hit you with some nonsense? Fabian tapped Kelly way back in the day. And, Tiffany uh, Amber Thiessen? And uh, he tapped Kelly and Jesse. Never leave her, though. She was my own. All right, here's the thing, Dustin, and I'm so glad you're on the show with us right now because you are high you i yeah. can tell <laughs> yeah yeah all right you may not be drunk but you're high sir wasted i can so hear it in your voice because sober people don't talk like you uh hey, i am always sober my friend i can drive like nobody's business just leave the lights off you get a hot lady you put me in the driver's seat Ooh, it is on <laughs> all right so you are going to be at the orlando improv this weekend I was checking out uh, StandUpOrlando.com. Can I play yeah. a little audio for you and see if you, uh, like, get your reaction to it? Okay. All right, here we go. Now, this is a buddy, uh, this is a guy we've had in on the show before, but this is him on StandUpOrlando.com, and he's doing a podcast. So, Pat, you talked about who you really like, and I see this smile on your face already. <laughs> Why don't you tell us who you hate? Um, for one thing, I cannot stand uh, comics like Screech from Saved by the Bell. We have no goddamn rights to be on stage. Now, a lot of people would say, Screech, why, why do you why do you hate on Screech? Oh, because, you know, coming up, it's so difficult to get gigs as it is. But since he was a f child actor, he's got pull enough to go into B clubs where we need to fill in the weeks. And uh, he, he's booked like 40 weeks out of the year. And basically, he's taking money uh, away from comics with actual f talent. If you watch wow. Screech's stand up, he opens up with, "I'm not even a comic. I don't tell jokes." That's great. That's thank thank you for telling me that. It's like going to a f brain surgeon. Like, hey, I'm not a surgeon. I just like to play with knives. Thanks. That that <laughs> that makes me feel f comfortable. I'm glad you told me that. I'm glad we came out for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank thank you so much. What do you think about that Screech? When God, do you get a lot of that from lo from like comics and stuff? Who are mad at you from the fame it, that you've gotten? It's funny to me that you can't separate Screech from Dustin Diamond. You know what? I got a Showtime special coming out. I got all kinds of stuff coming out. I got a show, a show special with Nick Jagger coming out. And you know what? I need I never need to defend myself. The fact that jealous comics can talk all the crap that they want. Right. 
Yeah, I'm selling out shows, and you know what? The bottom line is, is that uh, people say I don't deserve it because I was an actor. Well, you know what? I'm funny. And the bottom line is, if you're funny and the audiences are selling out and the packs, the, the shows are packed, it doesn't matter. So, uh, you know, I, I appreciate being on your show and, and, uh, but I mean, to throw something like that at me off the bat, some, some nobody that no one's heard of that's jealous for reasons that nobody cares well, about. Well, no, no, no. I mean, look, I'm not trying to be an ass to you. I'm, I'm, I, I'm wondering if you get that a lot from uh, these local comics when you come into towns. No, like, I mean, do you ever, do you, do you hear that where it's like, hey, here we have, you know, Dustin, I'm Dustin Diamond now, the comedian, but do you ever say, you know, do you ever do you ever hear anything from these guys? Do any of these guys ever say this to your face? Let's put it this way: the improv was sold out. Can't, can't say, say that. that. And then he hangs up. <laughs> All right, here. I'm gonna, you want me to play the rest of this for you? Sure. All right. This is Pat Garrity at StandUpOrlando.com. <laughs> Hideout download. He does not have any comedic talent whatsoever. You see, he he ended his career and it Saved by the Bell after ten years. I don't know how long you can do a high school sitcom you know for 43 10 years, years yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so he ends that and he's like oh what am i gonna do with my life now uh stand-up comedy why because like i said before oh they look they're just talking looks easy enough so he robs basically robbing other talented comics who are coming up by getting on stage and now he's bitching because he's about to lose his house not because his, he says his parents made bad decisions with his money to say about about no because he's a raging cokehead and he sucks Ouch. all right and that's why he's you know, on stage, robbing other comics with talent. So he's a piece of and uh, hopefully he'll overdose sometime soon. And wow. I really mean that. Wow. All right, that's from Pat. That's hardcore. That's Pat Garrity saying that. Why would he hang up? He got pissed at us. Is that him? All right. Dustin. Yeah, this is Bushman for Dustin Diamond. Do you have his number out there? Dustin. Why did he hang up? Why did he, why did he curse and then hang up the phone? Because he, he felt like he was being having to defend himself. No, we, we were asking him if that happens a lot. We were, we were trying to get a look into Dustin Diamond's life. Dude, look, what are we going to do? Are we going to ask him about his foundation? Yeah, well, the bottom line is this. I mean, you know, Universal Records has stepped up. Uh, Prime Morris Records has stepped up to sign this man. You know, Universal Distribution has stepped up. All right, who am I talking to right now? I don't know. I'm, who am I hey, Dad, do you want to talk? Just put someone on the phone that wants to talk. All right. Hey. Yeah. All right. Listen. Who is this? This is George Burton, CEO of Primoris Universal. Okay. All right. So, All right. do you want to talk to us, or are we going to yeah, get the phone pass? Yeah, I'll pass? talk to Pat Garrity. Right, Give yeah. me this nobody. Give me this nobody. All right. Well, we'll we'll get you Garrity's number. He's come in on the show before. I don't want to. I don't understand how this is supposed to be some sort of an ambush. We, a local comics, guys who come in here all the time. They had an opinion about right. Dustin. I wanted to play it for him well, and have him comment on it. It's not like hey, I listen. wanted to... Well, hold on. Let me listen. finish mine, and I'll let you finish yours. Okay, listen. Dustin is playing at the Improv. Is your local comic playing there? Yes, actually, he has played the Improv before. Uh, the, no, before. I'm talking about has he sold the Improv out. Listen, it's not about who's selling who out. Obviously, Screech is going to sell it out because he has we, name and recognition. And we just want to know how he felt about that stuff. We weren't we weren't attacking him. We are giving him a, a chance to... Uh, him, uh, Talk well, back at it. Hold on, hey, Jesus he Christ, can't he can't swear. Put him I on hold. hold. Listen, you dumbasses, because you're listening to the radio right now. Obviously, you hanging up proves you have some sort of insecurity about what Garrity said. That's all this is. This, you just gave you a chance to uh, say your piece about it. You're showing it right now. 
You're going to chill the hell out with the cousin if we're going to talk on the radio. I don't mind pushing your gig. Like you said, it's sold out, so there's no reason to push it. We're going to ask you about the whole Dirty Sanchez thing, too. What do you want us to ask you about Saved by the Bell? I thought you wanted to move past that. Fifteen years ago? Don't you want to talk about your stand-up career? This is what people are talking about with your stand-up career. This is a chance to defend yourself. Either you can address it now or we'll talk about Zach Morris. We're trying to have something new for you to discuss. Of course you're going to sell out the improv. You're screech. We grew up with you. All right. We're gonna uh, are you ready for Dustin Diamond or are you ready for Screech? Tell me who you're ready for. We, Dude, we wanted to talk about Dustin second. Diamond. We, we didn't never, want to talk right. about we Jesus. Jesus. Stop you are a cursing. retard. All right. Keep him on hold so, he can, so he can uh, listen he just, again. He just uh, hung up again. They're still listening, though. Yeah. You morons. You don't even get it. We never once asked him about being Screech. We never talked about Saved by the Bell once. What were we asking you about? Being a comic. And what you run into on the road as a comic. And I use the term loosely now, because I didn't hear a single funny thing when you called in. And who's Fabian? I've never heard of that fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to talk to this clown? Can't even ask him a reasonable question. Pedro. Hi, girls. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, uh, this, does this go on my record of making more friends? Yeah, this is another enemy you've made us, because you've set this no, up. No, listen, please. That guy makes absolutely no, no sense. Did and you he hear? Goes screech. Did you? I didn't hear it, because I'm in Marco Island, and apparently uh, over here in, in Jurassic Park, they don't get uh, any good radio. Um, I, all we did is, first we were talking to him, we plugged the gig like four times. We I was trying to get Gary on the phone, because uh, my brother calls me up while I was on stage. He's like, dude... They played the Garrity clip, and I'm trying to get Garrity because Garrity uh, might show up tomorrow to the improv to show a little support for Screech. Oh, jeez. Oh, we got Fabian on the line now. I, like, I want to talk to that <laughs> clown. I'm not putting any more of them on the air if they can't stop cursing. They curse one more time, they're done. All right, listen, clowns, you can go on the air. I don't mind you going on the air. You have to follow the same rules that any other douchebag who calls in has to follow. Turn your radio down, otherwise we're not going to hear a single word that you say. So you need to reconsider what you just asked me to do and open up your ears. I'm listening to you. Say what, who, who are we talking well, to now? Fabian, I just told you at the beginning of the interview, if you was a good host, you would have realized it. You would have listened. But I'm just phoning in to answer your questions. Uh, for first of all, I've never heard of you, you fruit. I don't know what kind of music you do, you ass. Don't sit here and judge me on what kind of a host I am. I've never heard of your <laughs> crap music. Hey, put, you know the, what, put Screech hey. on the phone, my beast. Stop out of them. No one knows who you are. No one will. No one Christ. wants to talk to Fabian, you fairy. <laughs> and no one wants to talk to Dustin either. They don't want to talk to Screech. We attempted to have a conversation about, with him about stand-up. Like, <laughs> I care about you. Oh, no, we've made enemies with some pop star. No one's a... Not even a pop star. You're a pop rock. You clown. I'm sure you're exploding in mouths all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Dopey. What do you got, Dopey? Oh, I had a killer bit for Screech, man. I'm so disappointed. He needs one. You're lucky we didn't do the bit we were going to do. <laughs> we we're going to talk about the Dustin Diamond Foundation. Oh, no. <laughs> talk about the loss of his first child. Just play that in the background the whole time. We decided to ask you about... Oh, there's no Dustin! <laughs> Guess what? That's funnier than anything you're going to do all weekend. <laughs> I 
I didn't want to do it, but you pushed me over the edge by cursing on our show four times. Doing sex tapes no one cares about, you freak. What are we going to talk to him about? Nothing. We tried to talk to him about something to be interesting, but he didn't want to do it. Ed, what do you got? Uh, I used to do stand-up. I still every now and then do stand-up with uh, Patrick Garrity. And, uh, and, if, and if anybody ever saw his act, they would never call him a no-town local guy. The guy's brilliant. And also a veteran of uh, serving over in Iraq. And, you know, and you, know, right. you, can't, you can't speak about somebody and not know about them. All right, here's the thing. We heard a first year in the hideout, Dustin Diamond hates Iraqi war veterans. <laughs> yeah, he's a veteran of serving food at the max, faggot. <laughs> and so does his fruity friend, Fabian. Gargamel, dude. What's up, man? How you doing? Yeah. I happen to be there at Pirates helping serve Mr. Diamond tonight, and yeah, he was wasted. Uh, all right, I'm not going to say what he was and what he wasn't. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know that to be a fact. Let's go to. And I'm not going to judge the guy no, based on people go out and they party. Now, that's... Just don't don't be an ass. No wonder Lisa wouldn't go out with you. <laughs> Shut up. <But> whatever. <laughs> Shut up. That's the stuff. <laughs> that's the stuff that pisses him off. And guess what? We weren't going to do that. We were going to talk to you about comedy. And we were going to try to have you be funny. And it didn't work out for you. Let's talk to dude in the 407. What's up, dude? Hey, guys. I just want to say he's a washed-up has-been, and you guys rock. Of course. You handled that so well. Appreciate it. Of course we did. You know why? We're geniuses, and we have talent. Lance in the 386. Hey, I've seen Lance. I mean, <laughs> I've seen Screech's stand-up. Yeah. It's absolutely horrible. It's horrific. I mean, here's the thing. I don't want to badmouth the guy. I'm not going to lie to you. I've never seen it before. And he sold out the improv, and maybe that means something because he has a name. All I wanted to do is play a little audio from some guy who's seen him before and talking about how he goes around. The only Here's what, here's what Garrity said. The only reason he sells out places 40 weeks a year is because he has a name. And those are the off weekends for most clubs. When it's taking money away from local talents and what Garrity alleges are talented people. I wanted to get him to comment on that. So what does he do? Screeches the blank and I sell out everything and then hangs up. That that son of a bitch called himself Screech before we did. LFA and J Dubs. It is National Coming Out Day. Yes, it is. This started back, I believe, October 11th, 1987. With, oh, really? Is that that far of a tradition? About 500,000 um, gay and lesbian people marched on Washington and just decided, hey, enough of being in the closet. Mm -hmm. We're coming out. So in your mind, this, what does it say to you? Like, you decide, hey, I hear this. It's National Coming Out Day. What am I going to do? I decided to call my mom. I just wondered how she would take it. Now, give me a little background on your mom. Um, she's a janitor. Uh, from Fallerville, Michigan. I, when I ask you to give background information, I don't need you to brag and rub it in our faces about how successful she is. <laughs> Again, she's a janitor. And slightly racist, slightly homophobic. Just slightly? I. She tries not to show it. Okay. She, she tries to veil it, at least. Now, she, does she try to veil it to you or to others? Like, if she's around family... Everybody. Everybody. But you know in her heart of hearts. Because she'll slip up every once in a while. Okay. And now this is your official coming out to us, too. No. This is a, a bit. A social experiment to see how my mom would handle this. All right. You ready for this? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Hello? Hey, Mom. Hey. It is Justin. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they were hanging up. <laughs> Who? All right. Hold on a second. I, wanna... I tried to call one time. 
and they hung up on me immediately because they thought I was bill collectors or something. That's my family. Are for you, you kidding? No. All right. Going on. <sighs> Can I talk to? Just what was a that? That was Kayla. <laughs> what? That's your fat niece? Yes. I want to play it all the way through, but I feel like I need to stop and comment when I hear. <laughs> How old is she? Six, seven. All right. For those of you just now tuning in, this is Dubs for National Coming Out Day. Calls his mom and comes out to her. Going on. <sighs> Can I talk to just you, mom? Right. Seriously. Oh, stop it. <laughs> what? Can I just talk to you? Yeah. Okay. Uh oh. Uh, terrible day. Why is that? Um, I think uh, me and Krista broke up. Why is that? I was cheating on her. No, you weren't. <laughs> Why would if you, you want? If you want to talk to her about it, yeah. Why would you want to do that? It. I think I don't know. I guess I was stupid. I guess. Hold on, this is so uncomfortable. <laughs> this is incredibly uncomfortable. Am I playing it well? You really are, man. Okay. Kudos. Dub's coming out to his mom. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. <laughs> and you set it up where you've broken up with your girlfriend. And Chunks is in the room the whole time. And I just keep on looking over at him. Both of us just biting our lips, trying not to laugh. Kudos, my friend. All right. I think, I don't know. I guess that's stupid. I guess. So what are you going to do? Well, I don't know. Uh, probably find a new place. I don't know. What do you think? You better make up with her. That's going to be hard. It's going to be really hard. It's a little overcomplicated. Are you alone? Yeah. Okay. The worst part about it is um, I was caught with a guy. <laughs> Are you on the radio? <laughs> no, we don't go on until 7. I don't think I'm going in tonight. I don't know what to say, Justin. I don't expect you to say anything. I just wanted to talk to someone about it. <laughs> I like who to talk to. <laughs> like she's the person you would want to talk to about yeah, that. Like she's the first person I call. Do you, I'm, I, I can't wait to see if this makes her feel good. Like as a mother. Are you ashamed <laughs> of me? I'm not too happy. <laughs> I mean, I always love you, but I'm not happy about that. No. I understand. All right, that's kind of supportive. Kind of. I am who I am, though. <laughs> Such a queer. And who are you? I guess I'm gay. Or I don't know. Oh, it's so uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of hard to believe. Why is that? It just is. I mean, you never seem to be a... Uh... That way. <laughs> that way. Really? Mm -hmm. She obviously doesn't know you. Mm -hmm. 
Because you were so that way. How so? I'm just glad you're coming out to the rest of us finally. I am not. I have tape right here. Well, I hit it well then. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't tell Grandma or anything. <laughs> I guess not. I tell nobody. Oh, you don't be ashamed of it. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ready to just lead my life the way I have to lead it. You need to think about what you're doing first. It's been years of me thinking about it. Finally just coming to grips with it. Gay happens. <laughs> you're such a moron. How, she, how is she not laughing? How is your mother not laughing at I this point? I had to throw that one out there, though. All right, so the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 dubs calling his mom and telling her what we all suspected that he is gay on this national coming out day gay happens <laughs> what did Krista say that's your girlfriend mm -hmm. she called me a sick sodomite and kicked me out <laughs> where are you at now I'm up at work right now but I don't, I don't know if I'm going to go on the air tonight it's the only place I knew where to go for right now there's just so much uh, problems with being that way, Justin. What kind of problems? <laughs> See, now you're baiting her. <laughs> now, now you baited her for her true homophobic yeah. feelings to come out. I'm trying. I'm trying so far to uh, just pull some kind of homophobic nature out of her. Why would you do that? What is it? Because I know she's tiptoeing around it. I know what she wants to say. There's so many problems for being that way, Justin. Yeah. What kind of problems? Gig. Uh, diseases and everything else. Oh, my God. <laughs> diseases and everything else. Because straight people never get diseases, diseases and such. should open a store called that. Uh, diseases and everything else that come with that. I know, but I just can't help myself. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm serious. That's kind of ridiculous. Sex is just a function anyway. I mean, it's not like... All right, those are her words of wisdom. Yeah. That's... She's a little fortune cookie, isn't she? Sex is just a function. Sex is just a function anyway. I mean, it's not like you can't help yourself with it. I feel like an addict. <laughs> Maybe I guess I'm going to go, though. Um. Oh, it's so uncomfortable. She just has nothing else to say other nope. than diseases. And get counseling. And no wonder people stay in the closet. Mothers like this. All right, let's wrap it up. I don't know where I'm going to go or what I'm going to do. Mom? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to tell you other than he needs some counseling help. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. Pedro on the 407. Dude, that was the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> really? It's like I want to laugh, but I'm like, oh, man.
Dude, I felt bad for her. You can tell in the background she started, like, ripping the baby pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Just angry. With LFA and J-Dubs. Mixtape. With LFA and J-Dubs. Mixtape. Police in Burbank are searching for a group who attacked two people Sunday night. The suspects removed a 15-year-old's prosthetic leg and used it to strike his friend. Let's get some chuckles. Some yuck yucks. A group of teenagers attack a 15-year-old boy. They take off his artificial leg and use it to attack another teen who was trying to rescue that boy. Good evening. The teen who tried to help says he was beaten so badly that he lost consciousness. This all happened in southwest suburban Burbank. ABC 7's Dan Ponce is there and joining us live with the latest. Dan. Alan and Kathy, police here in Burbank are calling this ugly confrontation, quote, just plain mean. It happened on Sunday <laughs> night, and since then... Just plain mean. There's nothing else you could call it. If you're an official or an authority in Burbank, you can't come up with better descriptions than just mean. We are officially uh, labeling this as plain mean. 15-year-old boy is back in a wheelchair he hasn't had to use for almost three years. I was actually more sad than I was upset. I was just I sat down and curled up in a ball and I just started crying because I knew that a leg costs a lot of money and I can't get a new one. It's been almost three years since an accident involving a train left DJ Shope with only part of his left leg. Since then, he has relied on a prosthetic leg to... All right, why don't they tell the story about the accident with the train? Yeah. What could have possibly happened with a train? That you only lose one of your legs, not both of them get around but after a violent confrontation with a group of unknown men his prosthetic leg is now shattered along with his ability to walk like a normal 15 year old boy this is the piece that they broke off without that piece it don't hold according to police dj and his friends were playing basketball in the street late sunday night when a dark blue car sped around the corner almost hitting one of them they yelled at the car to slow down dj and his friends say the car all right i just got this update hmm the cops Say this case doesn't have a leg to stand on. <laughs> I turned around and ran into 19-year-old Kyle Keene, knocking him oh, to the ground. Man, actually, I think they uh, they said they have this one pegged. So <laughs> they did beat the hell out of this kid. Oh man! Jumped out of the car and started beating up on the group of teens. Afraid of being beaten, DJ says he removed his leg to show them he was helpless. But police say someone in the group of attackers took the leg from DJ and used it to beat up his friend Kyle. Got hit with DJ's leg and I got knocked unconscious. I got hit right here and then when I was unconscious they kept hitting me and I just woke up in the hospital. Burbank police aren't releasing much information but they say they feel positive about the investigation. Our investigators went out and they've... Uh, uh, Picked up some leads and, and did something to follow up on. All right, they cut one of the things out that the uh, sergeant said there. Uh, he also said that this incident has kickstarted a bunch of complaints about brutality. <laughs> and actually, uh, they, they mishandled some of the evidence, so it's going to limp into court. The family couldn't give an exact figure, but they estimate the prosthetic leg costs more than $10,000, with each individual component costing upwards of $1,000. DJ has a message for those responsible. I just want to let them know that they took a leg from a kid that only has one leg, and now he can't walk, and I hope they feel sorry for that. <laughs> well, so far, the police have no suspects in... And now they're also worried, too, that this is going to kick off a huge crime spree. <laughs> but... Uh, they do have the pictures of the men, so they think they have one leg up on the matter. Custody, and if you have any information, 
Burbank police are asking you to get a hold of them. Now, we actually have a little bit of good news to report. Hey, uh, for I say hop Since to hearing it. about it, uh, officials over at Shriners Children's Hospital on Chicago's northwest side say Put up a sign that said danger is afoot. <laughs> they hope to fit DJ with a new prosthetic leg. Hopefully the story will have a good ending. Reporting live in Burbank, Dan Jose, ABC 7 News. Alan? Well, that indeed is positive news. Otherwise, yeah. an unconscionable story. Thank you, Dan. Yeah. With Chicago leaders and officials. Oh, I wanted to hear about Chicago leaders. That's yeah. too bad. Oh, boy. I hear that it's going off to a nice first step, though. <laughs> oh, Joe in the 321. What do you got, Joe? Oh, it sounds like that kid's a real stand-up guy. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I tell you what, that kid that stole his leg and beat mm -hmm. the other kid, that kid was a real heel. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, to the investigators, go break a leg. Ah, oh, jeez. Got horrible coordination, I hear. Just got two left feet. That's a little line. <laughs> that was unnecessary. Yeah, some guy gets beaten with his own leg and he's just trying to sit there kicking it. I did, I'm allowed. <laughs> Robbing the 407. You know, I don't feel bad for this kid. You know, his whole life he was told to stand on his own two feet. <laughs> I tell you what, this kid should pull himself up by his bootstrap. <laughs> bootstrap. <laughs> Here's the big issue whenever you've always been through one traumatic thing. You always got to take it one step at a time <laughs> when you're getting back mentally. Pinching the 407. Hey, I wonder if this guy could get a job at the IHOP. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, maybe a new job would put a spring in his step. When they came to take his leg, they just stole the shoe. <laughs> Ex-con in the 870. Yeah, man, I just want to say they need to get all the best investigators in town, get them all in one room so they can kick around a few ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Brookman, the 407. F.A. Dubs, you know, the, the thing with these muggers is you got to be tough right off the bat. If you give them an inch, they'll take a foot. <laughs> hey, you know what? Now that everything's gone on with these muggers, they're knee-deep in it. Again, a kid in, uh, I guess, the Chicago area had his prosthetic leg ripped from him, and then his friend was beaten with it. <laughs> Chronic Heretic wants to know if his favorite movie was My Left Foot with Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> Giant Brian says, I bet he's kicking himself now for yelling at that car. <laughs> Joe in the 407. You guys are jerks kicking a guy with <laughs> <laughs> a nice special. Friday. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh so hard I actually hit the button. 18-year-old boy, they take off his artificial leg and use this. A 15-year-old boy on. is back in a wheelchair oh, he hasn't had to use for almost three years. Remember, kicks for guns going on oh. uh, Friday, July 28th at 7 a.m. till noon. At the Citrus Bowl. Turn on a firearm, get a pair of high-end tennis shoes, or if you only need one, tennis shoe. This boy would be kicked for guns. Rob in the 321. Don't you guys think it's time to watch your step? <laughs> Chester in the 407.
Yeah, I guess his favorite camera's got to be a Polaroid one-step. <laughs> and his favorite TV show, step-by-step. Step. Only likes the first half of it, though. Napier, you want to hop in? Well, if he wasn't willing to step up to the challenge, he shouldn't have went toe-to-toe with these guys. <laughs> there you go, Napier. Nice. Bong Swat Matt. Hey, what's up, guys? Mm-hmm. The police asked him if he recognized any of the attackers, and he told me he was completely stumped. <laughs> uh, Mug shot in the 407. Yeah, I'm worried about his friend's medical bills. Who's going to foot the bill? <laughs> D-Rock in the 407. Yeah, I heard he actually had a history of uh, yelling at passing cars. Uh, it's kind of his Achilles heel. <laughs> <laughs> you guys shouldn't make fun of this guy. You know, if the shoe was on the other foot, I don't think he'd <laughs> Yeah, coming through. Just stepping up to the plate. Yes, I, I mean you shouldn't make judgments till you walk a mile in his shoe. <laughs> J man, what do you got, J man? Are you guys pulling my leg about this? <laughs> no, it, ra- I mean, it <laughs> happened. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> That's good enough. Go ahead, Mike. Hey man, what do you call a kid that just got beat up by his own leg? What? Neil. <laughs> 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 the hideout LFA and J-Dubs Mixtape As a fan of the Dallas Mavericks Lifelong And this damn NBA Finals I can't take it dude it, the, the being down 3-2 isn't what gets me What is it? It's the way that we're down 3-2 And I'm still Livid over game 5 So you'd rather get your ass kicked The way the we did in, way? The way we did in game 4 as opposed to what happened in Game 5. But doesn't that give you peace of mind? No, it rips your heart out. That's why I uh, switched over to a more credible sport. Which is? Slam ball. You want me to put an uh, Italian curse on Please. Miami for you? Can you? Well, here's a, here's what i got to know, because it's a very sacred thing to do, and it's difficult. You can only pick one person from the team to curse. So, who would you want it to be? Uh, Dwayne Wade. This could, in the future... Kill him. You know what I mean? He might get cancer. Or so, do you have a problem with that morally? If it's not getting him in the next couple of days, I don't, Miami, I don't need your stupid Italian hacks. Well, the thing is, Miami's like, what, like four hours away from here? Yeah. My hex speed, man, it only goes like well, 25 miles an hour. And they're oh, playing they're back in, in Dallas. Dallas. Oh, God. All right, hold on. All right, what is it? Hold on. What is your Italian hex? What does it do? It's called the Maloik. Now, um, <laughs> dumbest thing yeah, ever. No, it's not true. I got to look at him and I got to give him the evil eye and chant a couple things. Tommy, Dubs, I'm going to ask you to turn your mics off. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, so I got to have this Malloy. So can Chunks give yes. grunt a curse? I got to have him. I, this has to be unabated. Can this get to the American Airlines Center in the next, not even hour, but by halftime, Chunks? Let me give it a shot. All right. Do my best. Everybody needs to be quiet. All right. All right, here we go. Thank you. That's it. It's done. That's the gayest thing. That's all? That's the gayest thing ever. That's all there is? I thought you had to chant something. He's going to probably die now sooner than he should. I mean, it's not just a a champion By sooner are we talking in the next three hours? I mean, what might... is it? Hank Gathers was that the guy on the court collapsed? I don't want it, but I'll take it for a I championship. Mean, you know, he's got family that would probably be upset, and it would be awful if somehow my Mavs get screwed by this Malloy curse. Yeah, 
or we do not win, you will be punished. All right, people are telling me that this stupid chunks Malloy trick isn't going to work. Why not? They go, it's about 1,100 miles from Orlando to Dallas. Even if it's a straight shot, it's 800 miles. Mm -hmm. At 25 miles an hour for this Malloy, it's going to take 32 hours. Could reach by the next game. I need it to happen before halftime. I need that Italian curse to kick in in the next 90 minutes. Have you done this Maloik on anybody else? Uh, yeah, he told me about one other time. What was it? What happened? He was mad at you. What? He said he put the Maloik on you and now you have uh, butt problems. You're kidding. No, remember? No! <laughs> no, I do not remember! Remember there was one time, uh, way early on, man, I think when we first got here I was shaking and I was pointing my finger at you and you're laughing. You're like, what is he doing? What is he doing? That's the Maloik. Well, that's all right, dude. It's just—it's not really cancer. I didn't want to tell you that till later, but you got to get the test. What test? You know, the colonoscopy. It works though. See, now you know it works. But that was way—that was like a year ago now. Yeah, what, you know, what it can works I say? slow. I didn't—I didn't do a dangerous one to you. You will be fine. You're lucky. Well, what did you put on Wade? Oh man. Um, Unfortunately, his firstborn. Stop! Now this is isn't about three arms. This isn't about firstborn. No, this is about the next ninety minutes. Uh, I think knee problems, either knee problems or else his mom is gonna die. I really think I, of the Malloy like this. You saw X Men Three, right? Yes. You know when the chick goes crazy and everything starts burning up and everything. That's what the Malloy is. How but is the that, problem is I could kill good people, too. How is that going to affect the American Airlines Center tonight? Lord only knows. But if anything bad happens, like to the center itself, uh, I allegedly uh, don't take responsibility. <laughs> Why do you throw allegedly in there? I figure it saves your ass. No, it doesn't. Really? Pasta in the 407. Maybe if uh, we have Chunks call somebody in Texas and hold the phone in the direction... I, and have them do it again, maybe we can have it there almost instantaneous. I like you, Pasta. You're good thinking. Do you have any relatives that would be willing to hold the phone out? That'd get there a lot quicker. My dad's at the game. That would work out perfectly. That would, if if he is if he's willing to. We will get a hold of him. My dad will hold up the phone to Dwayne Wade and offer the Maloik, the Chunks Maloik. This is even better because he could point it right at him. Like the, what's his service provider? Sprint. Mm. <laughs> what is that? You're starting mm, before I even said anything. Yeah, well, yeah, it'll be a little more difficult. Right, you know, Singular it. has the uh, the no drop network. Right, I know. Tommy, write that down. I'm gonna get my dad on the phone. Here's what's the great thing about this: is that somehow you think the world revolves around you. Exactly. It's just this weird narcissistic. I control the world. Not only uh, do you control the world, I I think. I'm a big believer in string theory, and I think that there are different um, different parallel universes going on. And yes, I am the uh, the center of this one. There's my dad. Go. Hold on. There's my dad. Uh, All right. Uh, uh. We're now going live to the American Airlines Center, and my dad, who is at Game Six between the Heat and the Mavericks, pops. What's up, Hey, oh, it is so loud there right now. All right, Dad. Here's what I need you to do, really quickly. I want you to point your phone at Dwayne Wade for about 30 seconds, okay? I, I, I can barely hear you, but I think I got Just point. put it on Wade. Yeah, point, yeah, go and go. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened? 
But did you hang up? Did you hang up? <laughs> yes. Why did you hang up? No! The Chuck Malloy curse! You can't hang up! Why did you hang up? Get this reaction out of you. What's wrong with you? Oh, you're an ass! I hate you! How? We got him on the phone! Are you kidding? What are you doing? You're such an ass! I can't believe he's flipping out like this. How dare you! I hate you! <laughs> the hell is wrong with you guys? This is my life! <laughs> Dude, it's really draining. You're done. That's Who, it, it's over. Who's done? And what happens? They Rally! <laughs> I've never hated my coworkers so much. <laughs> Why? Oh, and they're missing <laughs> shots. <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, how could you do this to me? Mm. Dwayne Wade just hit a shot. His first shot. Hey, well, they just oh, missed the rebound. <laughs> Did they just miss a shot? Yeah. They just missed, they a, just dunk. missed a dunk. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm. Oh. <laughs> It's so funny. Boys, how could you do this to me? Like, what did I do to deserve this? We're, oh, oh, no. He scored. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wait, no, that was Miami. They're the ones in red, right? Why would you do this to me? I, I don't know why you would do this to me. That was a terrible shot. Oh, my God, guys. What's wrong? Why would you do this? Why do you believe in these curses? Because, man, it was things were going well. Josh in the A63, what do you got? I think uh, when Hefe's dad couldn't hear him, he must have pointed the phone at the Mavericks bench. So the boy oh. is on so, the Mavericks now. So don't blame it on us. Blame it on your dad. <laughs> oh, you sons of bitches. I can't believe how much I hate you boys. <laughs> is it too much to ask that some of you are seriously injured? <laughs> You're killing me. Stop it. Now the calls are starting to go their way. Oh, my. I'm lying on the ground looking at the ceiling, wondering why I brought this crew. Hey, you going to rush home to see the rest of the game? Why? What's the point now? It's over. It's over. We should have a 20-point lead. You guys screwed me. I can't believe this. I will, I will remember this for as long as I live. You guys and what you did. I'm going home. Why? Because I hate you guys. Don't hate us. I'm taking my ball and going home. I can't believe that my friends would do that. You're hanging your hat on the Maloik? Yes. And yet somehow, you boys, the little hope that I have, you literally stepped on it and squashed it. And now we're not getting any calls and no shots are falling. I'm not lying to you, and I will personally hold you guys responsible for this. I hope you had fun with your great radio and all that stuff that we're supposedly doing here. But you just broke a man's heart. The game's not over yet, man. No, it's over. I can tell. It's over. Body language has changed. 
All because of the Malloy? All because of you guys and how mean you are to me. Literally, if I had been stabbed, you boys would have come over and poured salt in the wounds. That's a little harsh. That's essentially what you did. No. It's like I was about to get a heart transplant, and you guys decided to grab it and feed it to a rabid dog. <laughs> are you proud? Are you happy? You feel good? Should we? Uh, it's up to you. I hope you feel good. I hope this makes you feel like a man. <laughs> I didn't do it to uh, raise my manliness. Well, then why'd you do it? What would what'd you do it? To laugh? Yes. To giggle? Yes. I'll call the engineer. Do you, do you realize that it has actually happened? That what? ever since they have the stat up now, ever since you guys pulled your little funny stunt, it has been all heat. Morton, the 407. All right, now, you need to quit the whining. You shut the hell up, sir. Get in the car accident right now. Look at you. You already got the lung cancer, you beast. Get over it. The only thing that made me happy is to hear a uh, telephone pole go through your head right now. Now you're being mean. Whatever. You too. I got something that will make you feel I'm a little I'm sitting better. in the studio. I got a telephone pole go through my head. Uh, by the grace of God, a tornado. I'm hoping for it. Do you think uh, the Malloy is working against you now? I'm sorry, I just hear noise. What is that? My, is that my headphones? Probably. Oh, there it was again. Let's get those checked. It's weird. It's just this garble, garble, nonsense, nonsense. <laughs> it's probably just the equipment here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like someone drowning in saliva. Odd. <laughs> and hopefully what's pre-cancer. Probably is. Of the esophagus. You, if you want to know what that sounds like, put the mic up to your ass. I'm sure if I could hear that, I'd be offended. <laughs> Whatever that was, it sounded like it was mean. Hideout. With L.F.A. and J-Dubs. Mixtape. Hideout. With L.F.A. and J-Dubs. Mixtape. Talk to Lana, though. I feel bad because Lana got here a while back and... I'm going to call, I'm going to give her a hideout name, Lana Loeb, just because of Lisa Loeb. But Lana Loeb has crooked boobs, mm -hmm. and that's keeping you from getting laid. Explain. Uh, I just already, like the elephant man. I already read the email, but what's the, what's the big problem? Just one's a lot bigger than the other, and then I took pills to fix it, and it made it worse. What kind of pills? Hormonal or like Ooh, uh, natural? Just, yeah, just like, the natural herbal Okay, thing. like the herbals? Yeah thinking it would help but it made it worse and you're 21 years old yeah well i had i broke up with my ex about a year and a half ago we went out for two and a half years but we never did anything so was it just because it was one of those like a high school relationship or yeah, i guess but then i found out like three weeks after he dumped me because he, he had cheated on me and then like he was already you... banging somebody drunk that he just he said he even hated she, that he hated the person right mm -hmm. but you know far be it from me to judge anybody so were you afraid to be intimate with him because of your boobs no i asked him to do stuff but he wouldn't do stuff with me so whoa I, now were Obviously. you a lot were you a lot bigger then or because you're not uh, yeah i was it was at least 20 pounds heavier so but Still. he never seemed to have a problem with it so but i don't know um <laughs> now you want us to get you a boob job 
Well, I would like help. It's really expensive, and I had money saved up, but my car broke, and there went the money. So, how much do they run? What? A couple of thousand. Yeah, about yeah, three I, grand. Yeah, two yeah. to three grand. But I thought it was more than that. What do you um? Yeah, it's not a lot. I mean, a lot of times we're, we're, we're sending you to a chop shop. Don't worry. Oh, okay. It's not gonna be <laughs> All right, a good I'm better one. now. Yeah. All right, you can set up finance. Anything's better than what you got going, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me ask. So, you, what size would you like? I, I feel like I need to see them. Is would that, you be uh, willing I, to? I can show you a little bit. Yeah. Right, a little bit. Come in here. Right, come in. A the lot booth. of this. No, 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 no. You you always make um, people come out there. <laughs> Believe me, it'll. So you have to come you. out here. This is something I'm you driving don't really the bus. See, though. All right, she can show you, and then she can step in here and show okay. me. Okay. All right. Why don't you show them first? Because I can't really see anything, and then come in here and show me. Because we need to know if we're going to get you a boob job. We need to know what it, you're wor- what you're working with. First of all, mm-hmm. I don't even know if we can get you one. I'm not going to lie to you. We we're going to try our ass off. Yeah. Absolutely. I want to help you. We'll try one of your boobs off. I want to. All I want to see is your uh, crooked boobs. Mm-hmm. You'd even. I, but we do need to have a frame of reference. Why do you think you're still a virgin then? Um, because like we all said here in the hideout, we'd all throw it to you. So what's the problem? You seem smart. You know, you seem like intelligent. You can carry a conversation, and you do, you're not ugly by any means. <laughs> I, I do need to see the crooked boobs, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, two guys are now fighting over you on this show. Who? Uh, Napier really digs you. And soft, the hideout documentary filmmaker is as showing some interest. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> oh, oh wow, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah one one is very small. I, no, don't, don't be, don't be, don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed of it. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. The left one. Now, this is incredibly interesting. Yeah. The left one is probably. It's a mess. Oh, stop. <laughs> the left I don't know what happened. It's I can't wear a bikini. I want to wear bikinis. I want to go to a wet t-shirt I contest. It. I want to bounce, but I can't. I right, hold on a second. So the left one is, I'd say maybe this a B cup. Right. Yeah. The, the the this one's like a really good size. I mean, I'm like uh, the left one looks like good. Yeah, yeah. The left one looks nothing, good. There's nothing. Too bad you don't imagine said. Hold on. The right one looks like what I imagine our intern C Lane's boobs looking yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> Low blow. <laughs> I mean, but I'm not going to... I mean, you know. I, mean, I know, I know. It's I can't tell anything new. Come in here so I can see him. All right, you're hot. I, I definitely would... Th- <laughs> it's really... It's, it's screwed, How does it? that happen? Right, yeah, go yeah. back in there. Go back in there. And here's the thing. I'm really big on symmetry. Mm-hmm. I know. So am I. That's what... Because I, I, I was going to be an you, art major, so how do it you, drives me crazy. How do you live with that? I, I mean, can't. You're that's an abstract. why I want to do this. Right, 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 right. I mean, that's why I tried the pills. I mean, that cost J- me almost Jerry, $400. Jerry, Jerry, I got a question for the girl in the back with a lopsided <laughs> boobs. Uh, is it true that you need a level to put on a bra? Oh! oh why? On. You know, I was going to say that I like the Fat Man Dallaries. Right, here's the thing. I really like you. Mm-hmm. You're really cool. And... I wonder, like, insurance won't cover this at all? Well, I've got an appointment on the 6th, so I'm going to find out. But I've got Blue Cross and Bill Shield, and I don't yeah, I, I really don't well, think they're going to be hip on that. I, I've had them before. They're not that bad. The, the thing is, you could work this into, uh, by the way, Lana Lobin here with the crooked boobies. <laughs> it's interesting because I think this could even go to, like, your mental health. It, it mm-hmm. really affects me. I mean, I've been losing the weight. You know, I exercise. I've been dieting like crazy. Uh, all coming off no one matter, side? No matter what, it's... What's your big plan then to, I mean, obviously you contacted us. I honestly want to do as much as we can to try to help her out. I know we have a couple of sponsors who do this kind of stuff. I would assume maybe they'd be willing. I'm not going to lie. Hey, I know. I think you need to be a little bit hotter. Uh, And this isn't to be an ass, you know what I mean? But to justify 
I think if you lost probably another 20 pounds, which I'm sure you're working hard yeah, for. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to work hard for. I think yeah. you worked, if you lost. Well, you're very cute right now. Yeah. And, uh, the, the lopsided boobs wouldn't stop me from doing anything. <laughs> and me either. And although, honestly, I mean, I know you need to lose another. If you lose another 20 and we get you these, you're going to be, like, incredibly, like, that's really, really hot. That's what I want, hot. too. I really, I want to be walking in the room and everybody's like, wow. I'll do the uh, Wayne's World camera one, camera two with them and, you know, kind of act like I'm with two different chicks. <laughs> Or a chick and a 19-year-old dude. Uh, <laughs> you know me. Right. I understand. I've known you for a long time. All right. Let us talk to people and see what we can do. Yeah, I'd appreciate it. Because, I mean, I, I, it was just one of those things where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I really, really want this. I, I think so. you should. Yeah. What size is the left one, normal one? It's like a high, like the B something. like. What about the Danny DeVito one? I don't know. It's like... <laughs> It's it's like nothing. It really is. It is it is absolutely nothing. And it was worse before I tried the pills. It really was. It was a lot worse. So the pills that. helped. Well, it, it mean it, even this one out before. Before it was just like a triangle or something. It's just God, it's, I know. It's just, I'm telling the you, mental C-Lane, images are horrifying. I wish C Lane was here tonight so we could compare. Because I'm telling you, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. If we were to if we were to take a photo of you, we'd only have to bar out one side. John in the 407. Hey, guys. Hey, buddy. Hey, great show. Somebody got a goddamn freak show going on there tonight. <laughs> it is. It's awesome. It's the hideout, baby. <laughs> hey, why don't you do us all a favor? I mean, do all your listeners a favor. Keep the lopsided boob chick and get rid of Matt because she's a lot more entertaining. I got. I really like her a lot. I, maybe it's personality. Maybe I like glasses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's a cool chick. I do dig her. I'm not going to lie to you. You'd have to keep the lopsidedness because... Oh, because it's the... Yeah, it's a gimmick. Yeah, because, I mean, the monster's got Tiffany, and she's gorgeous, and the big boobs. She's doing the pogo stick tomorrow for uh-huh. the kicks for guns. I say we have you go out there. Except you'll You're be just- on, a, on a unicycle <laughs> with your one boob. So much punishment. So much punishment. For what? For what? (laughs) Just because I want to look good for you Mm -hmm. guys, for guys like you. Uh, You look good enough. Yeah, trust me. For us, we wouldn't care. We do it now. (laughs) You want other cooler guys. Yeah, you're looking looking higher than the hideout. Um, Apparently, though, this is... Is, is Chunks downstairs? Yeah, he was going to try to call from around the corner. Yeah, he's. uh, I think he might call in right now. But uh, let's start with uh, Beer Drinker in the 863. Hey, guys, how are you? What's hey, up? Um, really a big fan of your show. Thank you, Drunky. I would just like to say you are missing a golden opportunity, sweetie. How so? On the World Wide Web, on a fetish site. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be. Yeah, loppy.com. <laughs> yeah. No. Asymmetrical.com. Tipthescale.com. Um. <laughs> She's awesome. I love her. That's great. What are you, Kimmy Gibbler? What the hell is with the snort? Lana Loeb with her lopsided booby. I snort too. Oh, we have someone that knows Lana. Steven in yes, the A59. Everyone knows the Lana. Oh, no. You all ruined it for me because I was going to mention if you get her to laugh real hard, you can get her to snort real loud. Like We scored. Yeah, you scored big time. God. Why haven't you banged her yet? Uh, I'm too much of a nice guy. Just uh, do it. She she wants it. So you're gay. That's it. What's <laughs> that bitch off. Next caller. Zach, throw it to you. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Well. I'd give you a right side of call later, huh? <laughs> yeah. Or left side. Whatever the good one is. Left. <laughs> Again, that's for you and the 19-year-old. Hey, Napier, t- lift your shirt up, and I want to see your boob. 
not that. Put far him on the glass. Off. Yeah, it's not that far <laughs> off. I don't know what it is about you, but yeah, I, Napier, you digging her, man? Intern Napier. I was downstairs having to watch Matt and make sure he was able to get back in the studio. Right, so you saw- I missed it. Can I? Oh, yeah. Show it to Napier. Poor kid. He's a dumb intern. <laughs> I see. He's being nice because he wants you know to what? hit it. <laughs> I didn't need money so badly. I, you I don't know, know how many times I've heard that. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> you know what's interesting is the left one is really, really hot. Like the left mm-hmm. one's good. I know. That's the thing. Is that you would have good there, ones, but it's have, not here. Does your parents? Does your mom have? Oh, some? my parents have no. Well, my mom knows I'm on the radio. But if my my dad found out or my stepmom found, I would never be dead. live to tell the tale. No. Do you ever show it to anybody? Because you can't tell with your shirt on. That's because I wear the padded bra. It works wonders. Hmm. But if I want to wear a bikini or something, it's I can't. I have to wear a shirt, and I hate it. Because I'm losing g- weight to look good. But you I, can I wear still trunks if you want to. I want to give you a purple nurple. Yeah, maybe we can swell the other one. All right, <laughs> get it up to size. It's yeah, keep- not permanent, though. I would just keep punching it. <laughs> I wonder if uh, you got to be careful, but I wonder if it would uh, if you'd be able to feed a baby with that one. It just go spill <laughs> malnourished like it's from Darfur. Just sucking on sand. You know, sand. people have boobs as small as this one, just on both sides. So it's not like. Uh, now, ironically, they're not freaks. Uh, oh, hey, come on! Hey, what? I love you. I really do. I like you a lot. That's the problem. And the Napier. I mean, are you in any hurry? Would you think? Is Napier kind of guy maybe you'd want to hang out with? I'm free all night. I work till 5.30 in the morning, so I'm used to stand up all night. So you're not out. Napier, do you want to take her out, buddy? Sounds good. What kind of stuff would you guys go do? I don't know. What do you like to do? Maybe take her to Victoria's Secret, tease her, say ha-ha. This one for you. <laughs> maybe we can piece this one together. <laughs> Buy two bras and a seamstress. I might come back with the biggest boobs and just blast them against that glass. Thank you. Like an AIDS <laughs> quilt? That would be much appreciated. <laughs> Just different patterns, the AIDS quilt and your bra. Um, she's got a nice pack. <laughs> I'm sure she does a lot of curls with one arm. I'm gonna hide underneath a rock now. Oh, don't! <laughs> well, he's, he can't even see if he's back there curled over with laughter. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> we have chunks on the line too. What's going on? Hey, chunks. <laughs> Jerry thing. <laughs> you notice how he's better from the back? Yeah. What an incredibly uncomfortable night. The hideout. With LFA and J Dubs. Mixtape. Dubs, it's political season. Yes, it is. Everybody's getting ready to vote, finding out who their candidate is. Dubs, join us in the hideout right now because here in the hideout, we are equal opportunity. Mm-hmm. We like to get everyone's message out. Here we have write-in candidate for Missouri's 7th Congressional District, Glenn Miller, WHTY.org. How you doing, uh, Mr. Miller? I'm doing fine. Thanks for having me on. I am stoked about having you on. Tell us about your party platform. What are you running for? What do you stand for? I'm going to say the white race and free white people from Jewish domination. Now, how's that going over in Missouri? Oh, wonderful. I'm a shoe-in. Uh, my wife and daughters are already shopping for evening gowns. Really? For the presidential ball we're going to take. Yeah, I got a hunch. Those gowns, are they white? <laughs> they come with hoods, don't they? Let's be honest, <laughs> mister. Uh, we'll go without the hoods. So some of your taglines include, let's get her done, vote white, aliens out, jobs in, equal rights for whites, 
and vote white for your children's future. Do you want to expand upon those? Well, uh, as you well know, the white race is dying out rapidly. Mm -hmm. Almost twice as many of us die each year Mm -hmm. as are born. I believe that the white race has the right to survive just like other people have the right to survive. And and the white race is the the only race that's threatening. Threatened. The other races are multiplying like rats. I have a question for you, Glenn Miller. Sir, what applies best to President Lincoln, meddler or party pooper? Well, I didn't particularly like Lincoln because I'm a southerner. Yeah. What did you hate most about it? <clears throat> well, a lot of a lot of people died. Uh, 600,000 white men died mm-hmm. in that war. Uh, it was the greatest loss of American life in all the war, all the other wars put together. Other than the Middle Passage, but yeah. Now, now uh, Glenn, do you consider yourself racist? I suppose I am, uh, okay. according to contemporary understanding of the word, but I don't believe that I'm as racist as most black people. I think probably, probably at least 95% of blacks hate white people. Let me ask you, Mr. Miller. Uh, Glenn Miller, writing candidate for Missouri's 7th Congressional District. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. His website is whty.org. We also have a 24-7 discussion forum with uh, almost 6,000 members. May I give that? Sure. It's V as in Victor, N-N-Forum.com. Uh-oh. And we welcome everybody, regardless of their viewpoints, and we like to discuss issues. All right, now let me ask you. Do you think that black folks may be mad at white folks for that whole slavery thing, or they need to stop their bitching? Well, that's been a a long time ago. Uh, You know, there are are ten times more African slaves in Africa today than slaves in America in 1861. How come nobody talks about that? How come Jesse Jackson and none of them talk about that? Because we're talking about what happened in America. No, you are talking about what they can uh, steal money from white people with that guilt trip. You don't think, though, that even like with today's generation, maybe they're a little upset because their parents and their grandparents couldn't drink at the same water fountain and go to the same schools and that was just you know 30 40 years ago well, why didn't why didn't they build their own schools and build their own water fountains why did they have to depend on white people I, uh, I, nobody I, gave it to us we built it for ourselves well actually no black folks built it for you for free that was slavery you didn't really do it that is absurd what do you let's go with uh, someone who agrees with you real All quick right, Al ross in the 407 yeah, I have to say I agree with Mr. Miller 100%. You've got all these other rices coming in and taking the rightful place of white rice. You've got long grain and wild rice. You've got jasmine rice. Something has to be done about these other rices. Thank you, Mr. Miller. And I'll see all of you heretics at that up forum he just mentioned. Later. All right, let me ask you who you hate most, uh, Mr. Miller, running for Missouri 7th Congressional District. Black people? Jewish people are gays. I think Jewish people are by far the uh, most deadly enemies of white people. Uh, anybody who, who is a student of the media knows that it's anti-white. It teaches hatred for white people. i got to say, I've never worked for the, a Jew the other the than Cameron Gray or Alan Limelight. The media teaches hatred against white people because it's controlled by Jews. Hollywood is absolutely dominated by Jews and has been ever since it began. All right, here's what, I, here's what I saw here. Here's one of your quotes, Mr. Miller. It is impossible for any white man to be a real man in this Jew-created and ruled society which forbids white men to unite and stick together. White men can only pretend to be men, and even then, fool no one but themselves. Alone, we have no choice but to be cowards when we come together into white organizations 
and are under strong leaders, then we can begin to regain our manhood. That's absolutely correct. And stupid. Uh, the, the, the United States government persecutes uh, white leaders and mm -hmm. white groups. Let me ask you something, Mr. Uh, Mr. Miller. What did Jewish people do to you to make you so stupid? Angry. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Angry. Th that question doesn't dignify an answer. No, it absolutely does, because you're a moron. Oh, we're uh, resorting to name calling. No, now. absolutely. Uh, who's, who's, who's a real hater here? Huh? El Jefe. My name is El Jefe. I am a Mexican, a Latin American. My family came over here legally. We came here in search of a better life, and we have one. There's nothing wrong with being proud of your race. The problem is that every white guy who's proud of being white also hates other people like Jews, blacks, and Mexicans. If you just said, hey, white people are great, Jewish people are great, Mexican people are great, Asian people are great, no one's putting your dumb ass in jail. But if you go out saying white people are great and Jews suck, that's why you're a problem. You don't see that? You don't see how you're being divisive? I'm trying to save my people, my race, and my and to create a future for white. You're children. not. You're not saving people. You're more harmful than a Jesse Jackson or an Al Sharp than anybody else because you're dividing people. Well, you know how many white people are hanging their heads in shame right now because of your dumbass antics? Your people are multiplying like rats, and mine is dying out. What do you mean, my people multiplying like rats? But well, Mexicans you have a very high birth rate, don't you? Mexicans do, yes, absolutely, and that goes all the way back to the uh, the mind control, of the Catholic Church that doesn't believe in birth control. That's well, where that uh, actually comes Mexico from. Mexico is producing so many people; they ought to stay down there instead of sending their uh, excess population to my country. Where are you originally from? Where your family was? Your family originally from here? Were you Native American? My my people settled, conquered, and built this country, and we conquered through it. slavery. You animal! That's how you conquered. And, you and beast. we're gonna send you illegal aliens back where you. What do you mean, from? you? I was born. He's in, talking to you, Hefe. I was. You get the hell out of here. Get out! <laughs> I was born in Lubbock, Texas. You freak. Home of Buddy Holly. Close enough. In Texas Tech University. Yeah. You illegals. What's wrong with you? Do, you? do you realize how many white people out there are ashamed of you and what you stand for and how you're holding this country back? You are holding white people back. There are between 20 and 30 million illegal aliens in our country, and they're pouring in at the rate of 3 million a year, according to Lou Dobbs. Hey, bumper sticker, That's why? And it, it spells the destruction why? of Western civilization. Why are they, why are they coming here? Because they uh, are too stupid to build a civilization of their own and to create their own jobs down there. So it's nothing to do with the surrounding countries and what the surrounding nations may do and certain laws that are enacted. It has nothing to do with, quote-unquote, white people. Or maybe we'll just blame that on Jews, too, who hire them for, for low wages, and that's why they would come over here. Mexicans make Mexican kind of countries. Africans make African kind of countries. White people make white people kind of countries. I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Well, Can you explain? It, it'll come to you. You know, the brains of black people are smaller, lighter, and less complex than the brains of white people. And they also have extra bones in their ankles, right? According to the book, The Bell Curve, the, Afri the average IQ of black Africans is only 75, and they have a very low cognitive ability. Wow, you are based, a beast. Based on their race. Glenn, you're cool with Italians, right? My wife is half Italian. You realize Ooh. that they're also part black, though, right? <clears throat> well, uh... My wife is whiter than I am. But there's some black in her. Uh, not right so. now. 
but uh, I'm sure there was at one hey, point. If, if I did drunk. have some Negro in my bloodline, I sure as hell don't want any more. How's that grab you? <laughs> I got to tell you. I'll tell you this, Glenn Miller. You're a filthy animal beast, but you are nonetheless entertaining for your stupidity. Yeah, I was going to tell you about our latest invention. What is it? A microwave oven that seats 124. Jesus, Jesus you're Christ. such an animal. <laughs> All right. I, I got a song for you, okay? <laughs> Listen to you, you crazy beast. All right. Oh, you didn't like that? No, that was awful. I, I do have a song for you, though. I want to see if you can name this artist. <laughs> there you go again, talking about reparations. There you go again, talking about something else free. There you go again, talking about reparations. <laughs> well, listen to me, you ain't nothing for me. You say all your ancestors were slaves, and that's the reason that you ought to get paid. You want something for nothing, you are all the same. Amen. You're putting all of the blame on whites. We violated your civil rights, but your civil rights movement is nothing but a shakedown game. So there you go again, talking about reparations. All right, Glenn Miller, can you name that artist? Hey, no, I can't name it, but he's got a great voice. The so Lord Jesus Christ himself. Hey, if you want to hear some really great speeches, some white power speeches. Not really. Delivered to thousands of people. Have, you ought to go to, to, the, the go to my website, whitepatriotparty.com. Whitepatriotparty.com? Yeah. Okay. What, what's going and, on and over there? Are a lot of, there are a lot of videos, a lot of speeches, over 2,000 people at one of our rallies. I don't want to keep the black man down. I want I want to move him. <laughs> what do you mean, move him? With his speeches. The Hideout. With LFA and J-Dubs. <laughs> Mixtape. Hideout. With LFA and J-Dubs. <laughs> Mixtape. A kid I went to high school with, uh, by your speech, and my cousin found pictures of him on Craigslist.org. On the Lansing, Michigan area, there were nudes in the men on men section, and uh, his actual uh, title to the thing was horny all the time, looking for dudes. And you can find those on hideoutheretics.net. The links to those are right there for you. Dude, it was nuts. Whenever Dubs first announced it, there were literally. literally. Yeah. There were so <laughs> many people that logged on to see nude pictures of some fat, bald guy. And then, of course, put up photoshops of me. Hey, Dubs, sure. you got turned on by one gay guy, but another gay guy kept eye on me last <laughs> yeah, night. Yeah, I was in gay heaven last night. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, oh, let's go ahead and isolate that, that one, please. Um, <laughs> our uh, buddy, our wrestler friend, Chris Canyon, <laughs> logged on last night and was chatting it up with me. What was he saying? Well, he was uh, just making sure it was okay to put us down on his media references for other interviews he's trying to do. He's trying to get on some shows over at Sirius. Oh, nice. All right. So he wanted to know that, and then he kept on asking me if I work out. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> All right. Do you think he was running a gimmick to make you uncomfortable or what? No, because I, I don't get uncomfortable about that stuff. I, I just roll with it. You had to send him a picture of your penis on your Craigslist. <laughs> Has anybody on the show ever done that? Ever uh, put their penis out on the Internet? Dude, no. listen. I'm what, <laughs> <laughs> what? What happened? Uh, I almost. <laughs> he almost. Uh, I, yeah. I dumped it out anyway. Yeah. 
Dude, I think I've slipped maybe twice in my radio <laughs> career. You didn't completely slip. I know, but you could tell what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was so natural because it's so true. I would never put a new to myself out there. Why? I think somebody would. What do you mean? I uh, came across a video on a camera that belongs to somebody on the show. Video of a penis. What? Yeah. Who? I don't know. Uh, there was no face attached to this. Uh, Oh, I hope not. <laughs> was it black or brown? Uh, it was. It was white. All right, I'm oh, out. It's the guy. Yeah, yes. right. Yes. Sweet Jesus. I got a race. I mean, mine weren't on there. <laughs> Does that mean Chunks is out too? I guess technically. No, I think with his Sicilian dude. No, because <laughs> if you look at it, if when he wears those John Stockton shorts, he's completely white. It's only an eighth black. Like all right, now wait a second. Wait a second. So you had the what were you? What you have the camera for? I was given the camera because we were taking pictures of something that happened in the studio. And uh, what was it? What was it that happened in the studio? I think it was like one of the times that Bunny or Whoremouth was in here or something. Nice. We were taking, we were taking pictures. We need Bunny up here, by the way, since we got real TV. Yeah. Yes. All right. So you had the camera. So I had the camera and I hooked it up to my laptop so I could download the pictures and, and upload everything. And the window comes up and it's got all these pictures. It's got a video in it too. And, or video. Uh, What's the video of? The video is just a person sitting in a chair and uh, touching himself. Are you kidding? Where? In the wow. office? I don't know where. <laughs> you, wait, you, you can tell what kind of chair it was. Is it an office chair? Exactly. Or? It looked kind of like an office oh, chair. Not the one with the brown spot. <laughs> not <laughs> the one with the brown spot. Please. I, that's I my chair. see any spot. All right, so hold on a second. On our camera, which captures video. Mm -hmm. Yes. There's a picture of a a doog. A doog. And someone, like, handling it. Right. Uh, How long did you watch this? Yeah, that's yeah, another thing, too. Not long, because... When did uh, you find this? I, I found it a couple months ago. And you're Why just you now it telling us? Why, it just came up. <laughs> oh. Okay. Obviously was not me. Was it me? Was not Matthew Thank over there. God. And... It leaves three people here in the hideout. I think it was me. <laughs> it wasn't you. What? Probably. It probably was. What? <laughs> probably. What the hell? Probably. <laughs> what do you what? mean it was you? It was probably me. <laughs> I love how he just jumps right into it. <laughs> what the hell? Are you right, kidding? Man up. I've uh, traded pictures back and forth before. What the hell? And, and the thing was, well, hey. What I appreciate about this is if someone's confident in their uh, what they're packing, yeah, you know, why not send it over? Hold on a second, though. <laughs> I think it was me. You would know if it I was you. I don't remember Tommy videoing anything, but oh my god! <laughs> the, the, the funny part was when I found it and I and I brought up the video on my laptop, and right as I as I found it, I hear Tommy's voice in the back going. Doing? Just trying to scare me because I was all alone in the office and I was like, oh, crap, close this really quick. I saw. Whoa, 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 Did you like whoa. what you saw? <laughs> Hold on a second. What are you doing? Having fun collecting pictures. Of, well, of what? You trade them back and forth. It was who? You an anti-Matt? No. no. Well, I, know that, I know that's what anti-Matt does. He puts up this... He's a fat bastard. But he has no, a fake one. No, he's not. He's attractive yeah, for but any he, women listening. He has this fake profile of a quote-unquote hot dude, and then he gets other uh, very hot chicks to get on their webcams 
and like get naked for them. <laughs> I do that. Hmm. No, you don't. Yes, you... I do. You have a fake profile too. I have a real profile. What is it? Doughboy.com. What are you doing over there, Tommy? What the hell? I was very lonely when we first moved here. <laughs> that was when we first got here. I don't know. Probably. Dude, it's been there that long. You got to explain, bro. I like. I right, just give me the details. Like, do you meet these people on MySpace or in chat rooms? And because here's the thing, I'm not gonna lie to you. We've spent what, like, the last three days making fun of this Warren guy on Craigslist, <laughs> and here you've been sitting there just quiet the whole time, knowing you've been doing this. Yeah, thanks, Elaine. <laughs> what the hell? Sorry. I haven't done it in a long time. That um, there's one girl who actually I met on MySpace. She was this hot Canadian chick, and she started sending me naked pictures, and mm -hmm. was like, "Why don't you send me some too?" Oh. <laughs> Yeah, why not? She was hot. I wish I can't find those pictures now that I looked. I think I have those. I think oh yeah, you got Tommy's too. No, no. <laughs> I have the Canadian chicks. Oh man, Giant Brian wants to know if I want to trade picks. Oh yes and yes. <laughs> In your mind, you decide, hey, I'm going to go ahead and do this, and you take the station camera. I th I didn't have a digital camera at the time, and so you just capture film of yourself, and and then what? Email it as a yeah, as a window file or something? Pretty much. So what does the chick say in return? Does she just say, wow, that's nice. fantastic, or what? I believe the actual quote, and I'm not lying, was, wow, you're a big boy, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> so that made and me the reply, to, yes, yes, I am. That made me step up the pick, so. Did you ever... <laughs> what else are you putting out there? <laughs> just that. Just that. Just that. Dude, we've been sitting here goofing on Warren for the last three days. Yeah, but he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> Got a point. Yeah, that's, that's the difference. That's, that's a, good... a trump card right there. <laughs> I guess you don't worry about this getting out because there's no face, you know, like associated, right? Because I guess it could be any guys. Uh, yeah. Or do you even care? Yeah. No names, no faces. You know, no, I mean, I don't thing. want people actually knowing, hey, I know that guy, that's him. But plus our listeners are, yeah, no offense, creepy. As <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, it's not at all creepy to take photos of yourself in the office and then post them no, on the... No, it wasn't in the office. It was at home. I have an office chair at home. Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> Why would you know? I've seen your room. <laughs> when? Yeah. Last year. And I sat in the chair and you sat on the floor. You sat in your bed. You had no chair. You did this in the office. You did this in the office. I swear to God, there's no chair. You can't fit a chair in your room. Oh, I have an $80 chair that I bought from Office Max last year, you fat son of a bitch. I'll come in there and stab you in your goddamn eye. Uh-oh. Here he comes. He's going to stab you with stuff. There's a photo of it on our camera. Anti Matt. Yo, what up, man? What you got? I'm sitting, here, I'm sitting here in my recliner chilling. All of a sudden, I hear my name come up again. <laughs> oh, man. Every, every time this topic comes up, the <laughs> F.A. got to bust me out talking about how I'll be pimping these hoes with some other dude's pick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I do it. But here's the best part. You treat them like trash, and you don't got to worry about no repercussions because they think there's some little six-pack going on. <laughs> oh, right. And it's not. It's just some Puerto Rican with a big keg. Let's go to Wild Hawk in the 407. What's up, Wild uh, Hawk? Yeah, me and Tommy are picture trading. Pal. Shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, we nothing gay. We just contrast and compare. Right, exactly. Uh, Shade. Right. Texture. I like his mentor. <laughs> Texture. So if you've done it just with pictures, yeah. have you ever been on the webcam in your place and um, just whipped it out on the webcam? Is anyone watching? Yeah, well, someone's watching. Yeah. Oh, no, no, it's a back and forth thing. 
there's a window open of her. She takes yeah. hers off. Then you take yours off. Yep. I'm not going to lie. I'm weirded out. Why? That's a normal thing going on on the net. I feel so dirty. Why? Just that he's seen his junk. That's and that's true. just it's tainted. And this you, room is tainted. Everything, all the relationships, just the bonds we had, different. <laughs> different. Why do you say that, Matt? I know he's he, seen his junk. <laughs> I, junk, junk scene. I, that's you, different. You seem jealous. I, here's the thing, though. I know you and Tommy are best buds. Did you know about this? Did you know he did this? No. All right, what do you think about it? <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? What would I? What do you Jeez. care? You get the pics that the girls send well, me, he, so what do you care? He can't see his own, so he'd like to see yours. Yeah. All right, hold on a second. That's Wait disgusting. a second. That takes creepy to a whole new level. <laughs> so you're getting nude to get other hot chicks nude, and then you pass those along to Matt? Then oh. sometimes. You're guilty. Guilty you're, guil <laughs> you're guilty by Duke Association. I didn't know you. I didn't know he was doing that to get the actual fix. I thought he was just talking to him because he's got game. Usually he can just talk to them. I didn't know he was trading. What's uh, wrong with trading? I'm with you, man. I think it's creepy. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. I don't know. Here's the thing, and, and Tommy could be ahead of the curve. He was ahead of the curve on MySpace. <laughs> You know, he's like that guy. Speaking of curve, can you describe it? Oh, oh, he already did. He's like that guy in 1996 who's, you know, on the Internet. You know what I mean? The rest of us are like, what? What's that? I remember that guy. My computer still has green print. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, man, now I'm getting people just requesting to see me near oh. here. Dude, I'm telling you, put it up on Hideout Heretics. No. <laughs> if, if you're that proud, you may as well just black it out. If it's really that impressive. Don't think it's me. Jesus Christ. I'm in shock. Yet I'm not. I don't know why. Like, if anybody on the show were to say, like, if someone were to say, all right, someone on the show is taking pictures of their own junk and, <laughs> and trading it. Why me? <laughs> yeah, so dubs. I don't, yeah, you're right. I would say dubs. dubs. It'd be dubs, Tommy, Matt, Chunks, me. Did you save the movie on your laptop? No. You should have, you dumbass. <laughs> If I would have said yes, what would you have said? And you'd have I know one word. Well, you've been holding, you've been holding on to it for two months. That'd be the uh, oddest part about it. Yeah, Matt, you look no. you look incredibly dejected over there. That's your best friend doing that. Explain why exactly, other than the fact why that Celine has seen Tommy's junk. Does that take your hero down a level because you didn't think he was that guy? Does it, will it make you feel better? Think, I just didn't think he would do that. Why didn't you think he'd do it? Because usually he's the person that can just talk the chick into doing it and not actually having to. So you've never done it? N done what? Taking a picture of your No. Own? Have oh, you ever? Hold on, yes. Yes, I have. When? <laughs> oh, wait a second. What? <laughs> yeah, right. I was testing out a camera. It doesn't count. Yes, it does. Oh. doesn't why, count. Did why you send would that it to be your test run? Well, you know. Uh, <laughs> Is this on your new cell phone? I was trying to see what it, you know. Uh, when you take the picture of it, how it looks? Yeah, just to see how the size changes right. mm -hmm. to the camera. Does it add ten pounds? Are you kidding? I wish. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Well, then what are you all judgmental? Well, I didn't about... send it. To, I didn't send it to anybody. That's Yet? different. Have you ever described it to someone online? Uh, yeah, yeah, easy. yeah. Come on. Yeah. Who? That was in my Yahoo days. Back in the day when, you know, I was carefree and I was pretending I was Mute Rob. <laughs> there are just certain things that I don't know I, I, I couldn't do. I think it has more to do with my body and just being ashamed of it. And I guess if Tommy's comfortable with that and doing that, 
I'm just a little bit more weirded out by the fact that it was with the station ca- or the hideout camera. I didn't have a, a uh, camera at the uh, time. Enough. And then, <laughs> and then Sea Light finds it. And he's like, hey, wait a second, look at this. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Where are these pics now? Yeah, did you? are they still on the camera? No, nah, they're going to be long gone. They're, they're going to be long gone? I don't know, I'm sure they're long gone by now. Where's I, the camera? I erase it all the time. Oh, you hadn't for a couple months, obviously. Where's the camera now? Probably home. Probably in his duffel bag. Yeah, come back and get it. <laughs> Dude, go get it. Go get, get it. it. Go, C-Lane. Go. You unpaid producer, get back there. Get the camera. He put the camera in his crotch. Good luck getting that. <laughs> Do you actually have it? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's in his pants. Dude, come on. <laughs> Reach for it. Let me see it. Man, Dude, what? Oh. Why do you want to see it so bad? <laughs> just because. <laughs> you just want to measure up. Oh, I'm sure. I have. I don't have anything to compare. <laughs> I want to see if this is real. He already admitted it's real. <laughs> oh. Oh, he just got punched. Did Tommy really oh. just punch him? What's going on? I can't see. Yeah, he punched him. He punched him in his face. You're his... goddamn lucky I pulled the punch too, you son of a bitch. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is becoming heated now. All right, did he hit you, C-Lane? Oh, no. I can see your. Yeah. I can no. see the red on your gelatinous face. <laughs> can we switch camera views just for a second so people can see C-Lane's left cheek? So yeah, they you can... got to get that before it uh, heals. Yeah, I just want to see that so that people can see that he really got bitch slapped by Tommy. Oof. You see it there? Yeah. All right, you can switch back. to. I don't want to see Sealand on that camera anymore. <laughs> Plus, it's getting a little bit of me, so let's go ahead and switch that one back. <laughs> Why do you hate your body so much? I'm telling you, I'm hideous. I can't believe I have such you a hot chick. <laughs> <laughs> well, he asked. How are you feeling? You just got treated like a bitch. He just punched you. <laughs> you walked away. Yeah, you Dude. one of the very few to live. You didn't even fist up. You called him out, got punched. You're not going to hit him. It was, fa- it was fantastic radio, though. i got to give you that. <laughs> That's going to go down in the uh, annals of hideout history. You take a note of that one, historian over there, Matt Albert? Yeah, good one, Ken Shamrock. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get back into Tommy's good graces, yeah. aren't you? Dubs, what do you think about all this? I'm surprised that the little baby got punched. <laughs> I didn't see it. Oh, it was it was a you got you got like what, what a couple to the ribs and then one to the face. Three yeah. good ones. Yeah. Your face really is red. All right, stand up and lift up your shirt and let me see if you have any marks on your uh and the body. Oh no, it's just hideous. <laughs> How long were you on the pinball machine? Yeah. Oh god. All right, let's take a break and come back. It's a little awkward tonight now. <laughs> I don't know why it's awkward. Like it wasn't. It, was it wasn't until the the hitting started. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't feeling uncomfortable at all until the hitting started. Just taking it back to your childhood. Uh-huh. And I just want. <laughs> I just want to sing and like you know. Uh, Got the whole world. Stop hitting her! <laughs> Stop. Mixtape. Couple gets two years in case of caged kids. This happened in Ohio where a couple for some of their 11 adopted special needs or quote-unquote retarded children mm-hmm. to sleep in wire and wood cages. They got two years in prison. Just wire and wood? Mm-hmm. There's, there's no way. These retards 
have superhuman strength. You have to have reinforced steel to uh, keep them in. They say it was not as part of a punishment, the parents in the court, but rather to protect them because one of the children wanted to jump out of a second floor window. I wonder why. <laughs> Maybe he wanted to do a swan dive and get his uh, forehead to a normal size. Wow. Wow. What? We're going to get letters on that one. Huh? Uh, this is what one of the parents said in court. Would you prefer that we let them jump? Either way, we'd be here. The difference is they're alive. So they're of the opinion that this was the best thing that they could have done to take care of these well, children. I don't know if it's the best thing. Shock collars might have been. Jesus, can I have a conversation with you? Shock jock. Obviously shock an jock. awful story. How did they get them into the cages, though? I mean, if they didn't like it, if they didn't like being in there, how did they get them in there? They have to lead them in with Cadbury eggs? Cadbury eggs. Mistake of the retarded. Stop it. I don't why how do you know this? Did you see a T-bone to them? What? As it turns out, these poor kids, they said the cages were urine stained, lacked pillows or mattresses, and one of the kids was especially mad because during this they said, um, Mom, you walked around like you were God. Whenever you would go places, you were Mother Teresa taking in the poor black kids that no one wanted. They're you said no, 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 it's different. And they're not there were there were some black ones and also some retarded ones. Not the same thing. Okay. What are you thinking over there? That, I thought you were you were setting me up how's for some not, racism. How's this not a hate crime? If they're locking up little black children, how's it not a hate crime? The next must-have item. The like, next must-have item. Like an iPod yeah. or something. Right when it comes out, these things, you won't be able to keep them on the shelves. All I right. guarantee it. What do you got for me? They're called Gen Pets. All if right. you go to GenPets.com, mm -hmm. it shows them right there. What Gen Pets are, let me read this off for you real quick. Gen Pets are not a toy or a robot. They're living, breathing, genetic animals. We use a process called zygote micro-injection, which is quickly becoming the favorable method to combine DNA or insert certain proteins from different species. And uh, they splice them together, and you have a nice little gen pet for you. All right, I'm on the website now. Mm -hmm. You should call this segment Bull. I'm looking at this thing, and I'm looking at a picture of this creature. It's horrific. It's like a cross. It's real. It's a cross between a dog baby and... It's in like a Walkman casing. Yeah, it's like it's like in like the plastic casing that you'll get any kind of thing. But like there's your like headphones. A, yeah, there's a little life support thing in for it. It's it, not it's real. It's a little zygote, and once you open it up and get it alive, then you have a gen pet. They come in the one year lifespan or what? the three year lifespan. Alright, go to ginpets.com. There's no way it's real. Look at that thing. It looks that is like, real. It looks like a Monkey baby fetus dog. Where'd you find this thing? And on genpets.com. I don't believe it. Can you click on contact for us? There's got to be something on there that says this is not real. There's no possible way. It's real. You know how there's crazy cat ladies? Mm -hmm. I'm going to be the crazy gen pet guy. What? Where I'm just sitting around with 30 gen pets lying all over me. People walk in with their, like the pizza guy walks in. Don't mind the gen pets. I like to wake up and see one of those gnawing on your neck. If they do bite, because that's a part of their questions, their FAQs, they do sell teeth removal kits. <laughs> this is so not real. It's real. They're gen pets. Let's go to Jason. Jason, you're next. Um, I just saw the gen pet thing. I was wondering, if we already have that, how come we don't have a cure for HIV? Maybe they are. Maybe they're like leeches, and we put the gen pets right on our neck. 
and uh, they cure HIV. Gen pets are the cure. I say you bite the head off one like you're Ozzy Osbourne. All right. Here's the thing. You hmm. have spread this rumor around that gin pets are real. And they cure AIDS. They're not. Buy them up. <laughs> no. The Hideout. With LFA and J-Dubs. <laughs> Mixtape. The Hideout. With LFA and J-Dubs. <laughs> Mixtape. There's going to be a whole floor at the JW Marriott in Grand Rapids, Michigan, that is just for women. The hotel lounge will also be reserved for women only when it opens in this upcoming September. The spokesperson says that nearly half of the business travelers are women, and so they want women to be able to relax over a drink without being hit on guys. Do we really bother women that much? I don't think we're that overbearing. And most businesswomen, I mean, I'm not saying all of them, I'm sure there's a few cute ones out there, but most of them, they're in the pantsuit, they aren't looking that good. I like that look. That's actually a look that I dig, so... You'd rather have them in a nice Armani and have them have a penis as well. It is funny, though, how women feel, I, I need a whole separate area, I can't be bothered by guys, uh, they're always looking at me, they're always, you know, fawning all over me. Just say no! Just say, get away from me, douche! I don't want you around me. And they'll walk away. Yeah, but then you know how guys get. Guys get all defensive. They're like, well, you ain't that pretty anyway. Fine. Say, okay. Good. But a lot of girls, they can't end up handling that. They don't even want to have that hassle of getting hit on like that. Have you noticed, though, we're kind of moving toward this new acceptability of segregation? Because now it's a an all-woman's floor, but you look at these different workout facilities like at Curves where it's for women only. Or a lot of times you go to a gym and there's a women-only section because of the same kind of situation where they don't want to be gawked at. Well, come on. Let's look at a little bit of ass right there. But that, You're on that uh, elliptical. I want to see those hammies. But, but they don't want to be on display constantly. Stretch it. But don't you find that interesting, though, that we're now all of a sudden it's okay to start separating the boys and the girls? and Interesting, yes, and good. In this country, we like to call it the melting pot. The melting pot is we're bubbling over. Everybody's pissed off at everybody. We should do something like, you know, like uh, what we want to do in Iraq and kind of just split it up. Obviously, it's not working. Everybody's pissed off at everybody for something that someone else says or something else someone else does that offends them or that we are hitting on them too much. Everybody just go over here. You go over there. Break it up. So you're now thinking, all right, it's time to separate the races. It's time to separate the sexes. I think it might not be that bad of an idea. I, uh, I'm i not bothered by any uh, race or sex, but I think it actually... Right, now you want to separate the show. Now let's have one show for those. We'll do, it. We'll do it on ISDN. We'll talk. <laughs> I just don't want to look at you anymore. You don't want to be in the same studio. All right, that is an interesting thought of we tried the desegregation... It's not working. Now, I'm not saying it's a good thought, but it's an interesting thought on your behalf. What makes you think that the whole desegregation thing isn't working? I mean, you, you look at a city like pissed. New York. Well, of course, everybody's pissed, but you don't think that you get a whole bunch of white people together. They're not going to be angry oh, at each other. We'd just be high-fiving all the time. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. I know if all the, the chest bump. all the Latinos got together, you would still then kind of separate out in your factions of Puerto Rican and Cuban and Latino, you know, Mexican, uh, blacks, 
do the same thing between light-skinned blacks and dark-skinned blacks. It happens. That would be fine. You know, do what you guys got to do. You guys have to deal with some stuff. We have to deal with bad sports on our little Stop island. See, our now, island would blow for sports. Now you're trying to be a shock no, dump over there. 866-313-FREE. All this is kind of coming about, too, with this niche marketing. You know, it's like, all right, we're only going to cater to this person. We're only going to cater to this person. And... Are you think guys are going to get upset about this, that for some reason they can't end up on the 17th or 19th floor or whatever it is of this Marriott? I think there's going to be a whole booze and buddies thing where they, <laughs> where you're going to have a few dudes dressed in drag go on up there and uh, get lucky. The women-only rooms have uh, specific amenities like special hair dryers, bath products, jewelry holders, things like that. I'm sure they're even going to get their own special cable so there's no sports center, no spike TV, just a constant loop of, like, Grey's Anatomy. And tampon commercials over and over again, them plugging their uh, canoe with a tampon and everybody giggling. Oh, look at the special rooms. They come with a complimentary cat. And here you go. You're a woman business traveler. I'm sure you're lonely enough. Here's your complimentary uh, kitten to keep you company while you're here during your stay. Now, the only way I support this, if the whole 19th floor is just kitchens. So that's the only room. That's yeah, that's your, that's your room. Enjoy the woman's room. Right. Here's your women-only room. Kitchens on this side of the hall. Laundry rooms on that side of the hall. Here's what it is. And uh, congratulations. This is what you're doing if you're women-only. I do find it fascinating, even when it comes down to the niche marketing aspect of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? 866-313-FREE. As guys, you can't walk into a Curves and get mad because they don't have free weights. You know what I mean? I think you could if you wanted to work at one of these women-only facilities because they can't keep you out of them. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think that's actually legal. But you couldn't walk in there and be like, hey, wait a second. Where are the free weights? You know, I want to well, do, yeah, I mean, do my deadlifts. Yeah, I mean, you, you know what you're signing up for when you go in there. If you do want to work out there, they tell you what they provide and what they don't provide so you can't get pissed off when they don't provide something for you. Why is it that same thing doesn't apply when it comes to, like, radio stations? Women, go to Fresh. You know, go listen to that. But don't come over here and start getting all upset because Dubs is talking about the women's only rooms should be all kitchens. And there's no beds. The tile's beautiful. You'll love it. I'm surprised where we don't kind of equate that to, like, radio stations. But television stations, you know Spike TVs for dudes, and there are going to be things on there that chicks don't dig. Yet you don't see us as guys going off and complaining about uh, Lifetime. our oxygen. It doesn't happen. Let's go to Tracy on line two. You guys mentioned about the women's only gym. Mm. I want to find a personal trainer at a, a women's only gym, and I love that there are no guys there. I get to be crazy. I get to squat the woman, make them do some crazy moves. Sounds And hot. they know it's just their friend looking up their... Now you're going to get me in trouble because I'm going to be uh, sneaking into one of these things running a nice bash for myself. <laughs> yeah, I want to see You know what? Get online. Get online. Everybody wants to. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Tracy. Appreciate it, sweetie. While we're on the beach right now, I'm working at a gym, and it's an all-guys gym called The Blitz. And it's kind of like a curse for guys with, like, punching bags and stuff. The thing about it, though... It's good because, all right, you know, it's buddies. We're kind of joking around, you know, stuff like that. Mm. It's also good because it's keeping me faithful because there are no girls there. Maybe that's a positive aspect of it. The other thing is I noticed the guys do not work out as hard because there aren't any girls there to impress. Yeah, when girls are around and you're just kind of going through the motions, you aren't going to pick them up. But if you're maxing out on every rep, 
Yeah, you, you're going to impress a few chicks and maybe take one home. Lou, you're next with Hefe and Dubs. Talking about story number four, the women's only floor at the new uh, Marriott. When I go to the gym, I want to work out. When this lady goes on a business trip, she's on a business trip. She's not trying to get guys. She doesn't want guys to get her. Now, if we go to the bar next to the gym after working out, hey, I noticed you working out, you know, that's great. So for you, it's about separating business from pleasure. That's the whole kind of aspect of it. Either that, or it's about turning it into a caste system. It's, you know, these women who are on business trips, they think most of us guys are too low for them. You know what I mean? No, I got you, you that, know, too. Yeah, because they're, cause they're, thinking about the, they're thinking about the glass ceiling. They don't want to be, you know, they don't want to be picked up by just any guy. They want to be picked up by a guy that they meet at the board meeting that they went to the, that they went out of town for. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Thank you for the phone call, Lou. That's an interesting perspective on it, too. I don't know if all of them are looking to sleep their way to the top, though. <laughs> Why not? I would. Oh, uh, without that's a, a doubt. But that's the thing. We get we get it like as guys we try to think as women, and we can't. This no. is no. You, know, you can't do it. It's not possible. I'd get confused. I wouldn't make it past my midsection. You know, if I was a guy thinking if I was a girl, I'm like, oh look, boobs. I wonder what these do, and they just sit there and play. Jared on line three. You're next with Hef and Dubs on ninety two three Free FM. Hey guys, I was just wondering if one of these women at the women's only floor hooks up with a guy. Is there like a hall monitor that'll stop him from coming over to her room? <laughs> it is. It's high school. It's yeah. middle school all it, over it's again. Summer camp. That's what it is. Yeah. You know? I forgot about some. All right, it's summer camp, Dubs. And thanks for the phone call, Jared. No did Did you guys have uh, like were separated? Yeah, there were guy and girl cabins. Where, uh, you know, like, we had, like, and the girl cabins were sweet. We had these just old rickety wooden ones that air was blowing through them like crazy. The girls' ones, they were completely drywalled, everything going on in there. And we would actually sneak over there, and no one really made a fuss about it. I just, I, it's funny how segregation is making its way back through niche marketing. And it's cool. Because it's part of the niche marketing, it's okay, especially when it comes to sex. With LFA and J-Dubs. I woke up this morning, looked at headline news, mm -hmm. and was in awe, absolute shock over number 10 tonight. A child was put into a microwave in Galveston, Texas. And it was turned on. I've heard of this stuff happening before where they'll find a baby in a microwave or they'll find a baby in an oven or something, but it's usually not turned on. We got a couple of different next downloads. That's what we call them. When we got a little audio story for you. Next download. The family is from Arkansas. The incident happened inside of a Galveston motel. The baby is now in critical condition. 11 News reporter Carla Barguiarena talked to the motel manager who first took the father's call for help. All right, I'm willing to forgive already. Uh, I didn't realize they're from Arkansas. Uh, maybe to them this is a new kind of incubator. Uh, and they're like, oh, wow, look at this, honey. I don't know what's going on here, but let's try it. Maybe it'll keep the baby warm. Next download. It was inside this hotel room behind door 518 where police say the unimaginable happened. Last Thursday, 19-year-old Joshua Malden was alone with his two-month-old baby girl when he called for help. The father called down here, called asked us to call 911, claimed that the child had a sun bad sunburn <laughs> and was bleeding. Malden later told police he accidentally spilled boiling water on the baby. But then his story changed. Well, it was the first time was he tripped. Then he said, no, he was drinking it, and then he spilled it. So it was just 
too many inconsistencies. He just couldn't keep his story straight. A tip then led investigators to the hotel room's microwave, much like this one, where they discovered the baby had been placed inside. Malden later confessed, saying stress had led him to burn his own child. All right, hold the, on. I, I don't know if that's considered burning when you microwave them. I mean, I, I don't know what it's considered it's, at that point. It's horrific. Obviously, he didn't think this through because he didn't poke any holes in. Stop. Shock jock. It's not like a potato. <laughs> it won't explode. Next download. I've been doing this for a lot of years, and actually, they brought tears to my eyes. Uh, the baby is, is burnt on the left side here. It's, it's really bad, and her hand is so swollen. If you ever touch something, you know, you get that big ball in your hand. It's like just holding a ball Stop in it. a little bitty hand. Chuck, chuck. It, it was just heartbreaking. Malden checked into the hotel last week along with his baby, wife, and mother. Police say he came here in search of a job as a minister. <laughs> the worst scum of the earth. I can't. It makes you want to have cameras in the rooms. He went down to Galveston to be a minister. Yeah. That was his idea. He wanted to go serve the Lord. 866-313-FREE. Uh, let's go to uh, Seth on line three in Brooklyn. Seth, you're next with Hefan Dubs. And What's up, buddy? Hey, dude. Uh, what kind of microwave is this guy using? Because I can't get anything crispy in my microwave. Oh, you're nice. <laughs> uh, you know, and now, Dubs and I just stayed. Thank you for the call. Uh, uh, Dubs and I just stayed in a hotel suite not too long ago, and it's just, you know, it's one of those basic old school. Yeah, it's one of those ones with the turn dial and all Although, that kind of stuff. I have a feeling he didn't really want to know that. Dave on line one. What's going on, buddies? Yo, dude. When I was like 12 years old, 8th grade, about, uh, I put my cat Spike in the microwave for 12 seconds, and the cat lived till he was 18 years old. He was like a super cat. He got hit by a car. What? He got, uh, we used to bungee jump him off the roof of the shoelace. You're an animal. He the washer machine. I mean, Ooh. he was just like the invincible cat. And I All think right. it gave him superhuman strength. All right, like, thank so you, I Dave. I think twice before... Yeah, maybe maybe this kid's gonna become a superhero now. So now I want my kid to live forever. Well, I, listen, I'm he's gonna give, be one of those heroes. I'm gonna give you props for looking on the bright side. He's gonna be that one that's gonna cause the explosion, though. Mm -hmm. Dubs, you ready for the second next download? Sure. This is an interview with the mother's mom, so the grandma, mm -hmm. and then also they decide to go ahead and talk to some people that knew this guy mm -hmm. when he was in high school. Next download. This is Hermitage, Arkansas, population 700, and until recently home to 19-year-old Joshua Royce Malden. It stunned me. It shocked me. I've I've cried every day, all day, all night. I've been up all night. She'll never have a banquet dinner again. She's never going to do one of those burritos. It's, it's going to be too painful for her. Next download. His mother-in-law, the baby's maternal grandmother, lives in nearby Warren. I just can't believe that this happened. I've seen it on TV. I've read it in the paper. Where? High school this? classmates uh, remember Malden's odd behavior. He would headbutt brick walls. He was always <laughs> the type that would do things just to where he would have. Uh, this is what pisses me off. This guy is able to procreate. Mm -hmm. It really seems that the dumber you are, the more fertile you are. Because I see a lot of really, really smart people having real trouble having kids, having to go to the fertility clinics, all that kind of stuff. Already had two skin grafts. Now, tonight we spoke to a physician, a pediatric dermatologist, who tells us that if the baby was in the microwave for 10 to 20 seconds, as authorities suspect, that is time enough to do ex extremely severe damage and could even result in uh, 
in damaging her organs. In fact, mm -hmm. we are told that doctors are performing a CAT scan to see if there is any internal damage to the baby as well. We will keep you posted on all of this. We are live from Galveston, Shunmin Chow, 11 News. And of course, we'll continue to monitor the infant's condition all night. Now, here's some of what we found on Joshua Malden's MySpace page. He says, quote, if you really want to know me, though, be real and don't lie. I can't stand liars. Um, all right. He has a MySpace page, which is to be expected. But why, are, why is the news reading that portion of it? So that part got me thinking, oh, wow, this guy has a MySpace. Mm -hmm. And then I continued to scour on KHOU's website. They have a link to this guy's MySpace. And I read it. And it is the most incredible thing that I have ever read, knowing what this guy has done. Mm -hmm. It's almost like getting to look into the psyche of a of like an Andrea Yates before she did what she did. Yeah, you'll see these people write stuff afterwards and write how sorry they are and everything, but you rarely get to see the writings of this person, uh, especially just something where they're just uh, throwing themselves out there on the Internet uh, before everything goes down. So you get to kind of see how trashy this guy really is. Now, I have a link up. We mm. have a link under the blog section on myspace.com slash nextradio. You can go check out this guy's profile. I got to read some of it to you, though. Does he have a picture on there? He's got a picture. Dirt stash. Nice. He is a dirt stash. First, let's go to Rex on line four. You're next with Hefe and Dubs. How's it going, guys? Yo. Hey, yo, dude. Now, you have to remember, baby, the other white me. <laughs> Thank you, Rex. <laughs> Appreciate it. Let's try Matt on line one. You're next with F.A. and Dubs. Yo, what's going on, guys? What's up, bro? Hey, dude. Not much, man. I just had a joke for you. All right. What's red, pink, and waves at you from the mirror? I don't Go know. Go ahead. Give me a microwave. All right. Stop All right. it. The main reason why I hate this dad is his MySpace page. Here's his quote. The latest. My wife and I finally worked out our differences. I'm willing to venture maybe not, because his last login was uh, the 14th, so mm -hmm. I don't know if that's necessarily true. The difference was microwave or rotisserie. Stop it. Microwave, rotisserie. Chuck, Chuck. Um, he has seven friends. Mm -hmm. Two of them are those porn star profiles that everyone adds and ends up denying because they end up spamming you. Yeah, the ones I uh, click here to see my nudes. Um, under his profile were television. Usually there at television, you'll say what your favorite television show is. Food Network. <laughs> don't really watch the boob tube anymore. <laughs> I guess I found other things to do, and I don't waste my time on TV. When I do watch it, though, it's sometimes depressing. Like the news. Mm. LOL. LOL. Um, movies, his favorite movies, uh, Without a Paddle, Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre, Saw. Uh, he loves gory movies. Passion of the Christ. Mel Gibson did good. <laughs> no, Mel Gibson did good, but can never compare to the actual events. Remember, this kid wanted to go be a minister in Galveston, Texas, got mm -hmm. sidetracked by putting his baby in a microwave. About me. Well, here's my page after countless hours of slaving over this dad gum keyboard. <laughs> dad gum? I swear to Christ. It goes on to say, I'm not your average guy. I like to shop and cook. And no, I'm not gay. Um, 
Then later on, it is about me. Things were really messed up when I was away from God, but I've accepted the call to ministry, and I'm moving to Galveston, Texas. Things were really messed up before, compared to now, where I've got everything together. Who I'd like to meet. Uh, I absolutely despise if you want to be on my bad side, then hate all you want. I'm not the kind of person you want to run over. God will have his vengeance. God loves you and wants you to accept him as your personal savior, to be saved from hell, devils. Saved from hell. So, there it is. Oh, the other thing that I left out. You know how sometimes there's this thing called Pimp My MySpace? Mm-hmm. His Pimp My MySpace, the... The father that put his baby in the microwave, you know what his little bling was? His cool little flashy saying? Time to chill. <laughs> I swear to you, couldn't have made it up. He was so chill, he had to heat up something because it was just too chill for him in that room. The problem is that he's going to be a minister. And you know the great thing about ministers, they've all had this seedy past. Now he's going to be able to say, well, I've come back. I found God. Now I am uh, completely dedicated to him. Let's go to John on line one. You're next with F.A. and Doves. Hey, what's going on, guys? I was just wondering if um, there's a lot of, like, hate mail, like, on this and everything. Uh, there's not anything really on his MySpace right now because uh, I it think... It looks he, like it was pretty new. Well, and probably anybody who wants to leave a comment or something, you have to be a friend already, and he's not accepting any friends right now. Well, well yeah, because he's in jail. The yeah. other thing is that his other friends are on his comments page, like dropping in bombs really yes uh like what's up but like with the ga yeah like they're being cool but it's a little white girl in arkansas you know what i mean then an i'm L- adding her then a little lol afterwards uh that took a little bit longer than we expected but there it is baby uh cooked in microwave survives but daddy's still an ass because of his myspace page there are gay monkeys, my friends. They say that they have a document in homosexuality in almost 500 species of animals. I want to see two rhinos go at it. And you know a rhino. They aren't there for the love. They aren't going to, you know, stick around and cuddle afterwards. They're, boom, done. I'm out of here. Yeah, those are kind I need of, to go watch some football. Those are kind of... I'm a rhino. All right, so what's the next funniest animal to watch go gay? Platypus. Well, I think them kissing automatically counts as a scissor grip. <laughs> How about a hammerhead shark? Just circling each other, knowing that something bad's going to happen, something that God's going to hate them for. Do you think we need to let them out of the cages at the zoo because that's like a hate crime? <laughs> the Hideout. With LFA and J-Dubs. <laughs> Mixtape. The Hideout. With LFA and J-Dubs. <laughs> Mixtape. I'm never going to this website again. Though. The Drudge Report? Because it's just it gets us riled up. And I can't deal with it. My heart can't take it. Shock. Suspended Kansas abortionist accused of eating fetuses. Developing. Dot, dot, dot. Developing fetuses? No. It says an abortionist is eating fetuses. Ah. Maybe he's just trying to market it out there for, you know, mass consumption. No. Abortion. The other white meat. (laughs) Come on. Got abortion? And they have, you know, just the regular person with the big red oh, mark across right. the lip. Come on. What? Abortion. Taste the rainbow. <laughs> Hungry? Grab an abortion. All right. That's not I don't even know what this is, man. This is this is just some stupid headline. Not with nougat. 
behave, brother. <laughs> That's really not cool. It's so funny, though. No. Break me off a piece of that abortion. All right. You know what? No, I'm not putting up line eight. That's not happening. I'm sorry. This isn't going to be some some game. Let's see if we can top J-Dubs with his abortion marketing plan. Hey, there's, they're uh, claiming that people are... Eating on board his penises. That's awful. And I think it's terrible, too. But, I mean, I'm just trying to get into the mind of the madman here. And I don't even know if it's true. I mean, who knows? I'm not taking line eight. It's not happening. This was for dinner. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> well, I didn't say what was for dinner. <laughs> just come on, man. My stomach hurts. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It's not even cool. We don't even know if it's true. Incredible edible. <laughs> All right, you know, why? Why already? I'm just asking you, as a favor to me, to just it's really uncomfortable at this point. All I know is feed us. I'm starving. <laughs> the hideout. It's not just for breakfast anymore. Okay, what are you just going to substitute the hideout for abortion? Why would you do that? That doesn't help anything. Let's take a break. We'll come back and let's wrap this show up. Like an abortion. <laughs> no! No! Oh, God. I'll say this segment has been an abortion. With LF8 and J-Dubs. Mixtape. The big thing is being patriotic. All right? You got to be patriotic in this, uh, in this country. Dubs, the truck of patriots. That is what Chevrolet is uh, shooting for. They have decided that the Silverado is no longer like a rock. And instead, they've got John Cougar Mellencamp, <laughs> whose soon-to-be-released anthem, Our Country, will be the background for the new campaign. Oh. One of the first ads is filled with images of historic moments in recent American history. Rosa Parks on the bus... <laughs> Martin Luther King Jr. speaking, the aftermath of September 11th, Hurricane Katrina devastation. So, hold on, let me. And ends with the tagline This is our country, this is our truck. So, Rosa Parks in it. Shouldn't the tagline be uh, We take a back seat to no one? I guess they could have worked it somehow and thought about it a little bit more. Now, what do you think about the use of, like, images from 9-11 and Katrina to sell stuff? Despicable or no? I think, it, you know, it, it's not a patriotic thing when you're buying a truck. You're buying the best quality. Oh, contraire, mon frere, because according to this, they say people still trust American pickup trucks. <laughs> The American pickup is what we're still good at making in this country. We are not. And our goal is to own the hearts of American pickup buyers. According to General Motors, General Director of Advertising and Sales Promotion. So bringing up visions of people getting, you know, killed on 9-11 makes you think, yeah, a truck is what I need. I, I, need, I need to burn up more oil. And uh, send that over the Middle East. No, 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 no. According to the new, um, this is our country, this is our truck. 
This new truck's good for the environment and good for the neighborhood because it runs in the blood of brown people. American Amenity. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. American made. I love it. Let's get all these new American amenities. You know, things that scream American values. Is it a dually? And when I say dually, does it just have dual seats so uh, we can fit our American fat asses in there? Well, it has the new standard of French fry holders. Mmm. Because you know how it is when you're driving around with your super big gulp and there's no place to put your uh, French fries. Actual French fry holders. American amenities. Finally, I don't have to use my shirt. Just pulling that out, using it as like a little fry hammock. Isn't that the worst whenever you sit there and you try to put things between your legs? <laughs> and you're always burning yourself. You're always dropping things and eating the fries, I don't know, months later in your case. If it's an American truck, I think you should have a, uh, a microwave over where the glove box is so I can put my big hungry man meal in it. American amenity. One pound of food, blank eppers. Well, it is now... This is our country. This is our truck. The new patriotic truck. You think of any other American amenities? How about Calvin doing number one on everything? American. That's a nice, good American thing. That is true. He doesn't hold back. <laughs> He's always got to go. That's what's on. How about instead? They did the Eddie Bauer edition for a while. How about this time? It's American. We'll do the uh, the Lee Greenwood edition. American Amenity. And this isn't a song. This is a hum of the engine. You just hear this coming right out of the out of the tailpipe. Hmm. American Amenity. I know one of the good things about the new patriotic truck from Chevy is that it's built for the working man. You can fit like, up to uh, 12 Mexicans in the bed so you can pay them $2 <laughs> an hour to build your pool. Uh, I need bad, a new deck. Bad news, though. If you get the black models, you only get three-fifths of the bed. <laughs> and gas mileage. American amenity. Tim in the 352. What's up, Tim? Hey, what's going on? What hey, got? so what better to uh, support Americanism than the, uh, the future progression of consumerism? It gets you to go to work so you can make money, so you can buy more stuff that you don't need, so you can go back to work and buy more stuff that you don't need, guzzling gas and pollute the planet. That is, that is hands down the greatest uh, American... Uh, it is the definition. Yeah, no, I hear you. Let's go uh, to Pinchy in the 440. Hey, guys. Hey, hey, you know how some cars have breathalyzers in them that won't let you start the car unless you pass the breathalyzer test? Yeah. This car is actually has a, a scale built into the seat. I won't let you start unless you weigh at least 300 pounds. American <laughs> amenity. Guaranteed. We got to have those good old American values. John in the 352. What's up, John? Not much. I was just saying, you know, they ought to make a John Wayne model and it should have a gun holder up front for you so you don't have to stick it underneath your seat or reach in the back window to get it. You know, I say this. I think one of the American amenities is that you can have your revolver go out from any point. American amenity. Just put it out there. How about this? A literal bitch seat. Right in front, ironing board so she can finally get like something that. done while you're driving. American amenity. Something for the women in this truck. Our country, our truck. Troy Cornwallis in the 352. Yeah, man. I got my truck on 44s. I run over them little Honda Civics, man. Them little nasty lawnmower-looking cars. Now, here's what's interesting about the new This Is Our Country, This Is Our Truck from mm -hmm. Chevy. 
Um, it's so powerful, it can tow up to five Toyotas. So you can round them up and put them in car camps. American amenity. Send those cars back to where they came from. Car camps. I just think the fact that they're uh, using September 11th and Katrina devastation mm-hmm. makes me proud. Well, I mean, they, they throw the, the Katrina in there to show they're flooding the market with them. It's just a smart thing to do. <laughs> the ads will be debuting, I believe, this weekend on Sunday Night Football. Are you kidding me? No, this is for real. <sighs> Thank uh, God for uh, DVR. The cab is uh, extra extended for your one weekend a month with the kids. Mm-hmm. American <laughs> Well, the best thing about this new, this is our country, this is our truck by mm-hmm. Chevy. Um, the radio doesn't get any frequency other than, under uh, 92.1, so you don't accidentally uh, find the NPR. That or it filters out reggaeton. Yeah. American amenity. Rumba free. Sorry. Let's go to Lori in the 407. What's up, Lori? Nothing. I was just thinking that if you're going to have this patriotic American truck, mm-hmm. we also have to have a fast food tray with maybe a condiment server. You know, I don't know why they haven't already just gone ahead and put ketchup, mustard, and especially for Americans, a lot of mayonnaise right there uh, next to the radio dial. American amenity. That's why you know how uh, people are so lazy now. They have all their controls on their uh, on their steering wheel. Just put the, the little pumper right there. I can't tell you how many times I've almost gotten in a car accident trying to open one of those slippery ketchup bags. <laughs> those little packets. Why do you need ketchup while you're driving? Just eat the food as it comes. Well, because I need to be able to lick my fingers later and take uh, my hands off the steering wheel. That's why. It's going to absinthe come in the 407. All right. How about this? Terrorist hunting permit printed directly on the back of the car. No need to buy the decal. <laughs> yeah, why? American amenity. I'd be shocked if there wasn't a huge American flag just, like, already, like, tinted onto the back window. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And look, whatever. There's nothing wrong with being patriotic. Nothing at all. Mike in the 407. Go ahead, Mike. You're on the air. Yeah, I was wondering, instead of an asterisk, that truck actually came with a dip cup. <laughs> American amenity. <laughs> Let me tell you, there's nothing worse than having to roll down your window and spit your dipper true out. No. There should be like a little, uh, little like funnel and hose that leads right out to the bottom. Well, this is our country. This is our truck. Yes. How about a nice little straw that connects around like it's one of those beer hats that you can spit it out and it just goes flying out the back of the cab. So you're driving around looking like uh, Superman. You're right. It's like you're <laughs> driving with that little straw, uh, <laughs> except your uh, big American truck is your wheelchair. Yes. The Wild Hawk in the 407. Hey, Wild Hawk. Uh, this, this new Chevy has a, ha, they've come up with a new technology uh, called negative gas mileage. Uh, well, you just pour gas in your car and like a gallon of it spills on the ground before you can like actually start filling up. American amenity. That is true. That's one of the things mandatory. Just spraying the gas around on the floor, mm-hmm. just to make sure. Just to remind remember uh, remind everybody who's boss. You get a tap dancing at first. You're not at all ashamed that we're having this. Um, You'll see the ads at the, on the Sunday Night Football. I think that's where they de- they're debuting it with the K- Katrina thing, the 9-11. And according, now, mind you, it's a blog. Mm-hmm. I actually got the story from the New York Times. But according to the blog that, that pointed me to the New York Times, originally, and this is no joke, there was a nuclear bomb going <laughs> off in one of the ads. Well, the, the, the truck is the bomb. That's what they're trying to say there. American American Clinton in the 407. Protecting you from fallout. Yeah, hi, guys. Hey, you know, you're talking about how for the advertisements they're showing all the 
uh, catastrophes that have helped form America. Um, I think after they show Katrina and September 11th, they should finish up with clips of the inauguration of George W. Bush. <laughs> well, why not? Just reminding us uh, how we got to this point. Let's go to uh, Frank the Tow Truck Guy in 352. Hey, Frank, I hope you get a lot of these. Hey, guys, here you go. Every one should come standard with some of those chrome testicles you got hanging from the truck. <laughs> instead, instead of the uh, the the, uh, the tow ball, it's just two. Yeah, it's two cajones. American amenity. Joe in the 407. I like the idea of them being gold, too, just bragging about how much we have. <laughs> Joe. Hey, yeah, I think it should have a racist horn on it that says, like, get out of the way, wetbacker. Get out of the way, towelhead. <laughs> American amenity. Or it's that uh, Johnny Rebel. Whenever you press the the, the horn, it displays Johnny Rebel. Read the reparations yes. song? Yes. <laughs> right, I did not even think of that. Uh, yeah, all right, here, you hit the horn, and then all of a sudden you get a little of this. There you go again, talking about reparations. <laughs> Out of the way! There you go again, talking about something else free. <laughs> there you go again, talking about reparations. Well, listen to me, you ain't nothing to me. Now, here's the thing, too. He said towelhead or mm -hmm. wetback. That's written backwards, just like ambulance, so that you can see it coming up in your rear view. <laughs> American amenity. Let's go to the Admiral. What do you got, Admiral? I was thinking of, uh, I've got two things. Of either a, a pre-fitted flight suit with the mission accomplished banner put in there. <laughs> you know what? That is brilliant. Instead of having the bumper stickers, I say one of the new American amenities is just burned onto the back bumper, mission accomplished. You know what's even better? Hmm. They do the commercial, uh, but they, and you know how they are able to superimpose stuff and everything. They have the Chevy truck flying onto the, uh, the flight deck and, uh, George Bush stepping out of that thing. Why not? American amenity. Um, K Mike says, this truck don't run on gas. It runs on the blood, sweat, and tears of the U.S. working man. American amenity. Uh, that's the Mexican working man where mm. I believe it's made. So, NASA whole NAFTA thing. Dan in the 904. What's up, Dan? Hey, uh, I got a, I got two. One, instead of your uh, armrest in the center console, it's a beer cooler. <laughs> and the seating is on-the-fly toilets. American amenity. Why I'd actually be into that. That's something I would like. Yeah, because what's the point of pulling over and going? I'm too lazy for that. Not lazy. Just don't want to. Oh, <laughs> uh, I Pedro says, now this new Chevy, this is our country, this is our truck. Mm -hmm. GPS tracking system. You're dialing up directions for mm -hmm. Kissimmee. Only gives you directions to Iraq, just for no reason. American amenity. All the GPS things to send you directly to Iraq. Crack monkey in the 407. What do you got, crack yeah, monkey? I, yeah, I think every truck should come with a yellow ribbon supporting the war. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it will. I mean, that's, uh, yeah, that's to be said. I expect they only come in yellow. Mm -hmm. So when it wraps around a tree, <laughs> you're still supporting your country. <laughs> American Amenity. The Hideout. With LFA and J-Dubs. <laughs> Mixtape. Dubs, it's here. Toilet seats offering hands-free butt washing. Mm. Kohler has jumped into the uh, alternative. Their C3 Series toilet will have a special hydro-cleansing wand that will give you a hands-free alternative to toilet paper. I thought for sure 
we would be to the point of the three seashells right now from Demolition Man. Uh, apparently, this model, it's about 1300 bucks, has an inline heater that warms up the water, so mm-hmm. your cleansing experience will be more soothing than shocking. It even has the remote control to initiate the whole cleaning and drying process, which is very important for me. Start saving now. I'd love one of these toilets for Christmas. It's thirteen hundred. Yeah, thirteen hundred bucks, and they have kind of a portable one because the uh, the whole toilet is thirteen hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. The portable one that you can just attach to your toilet that you have right now is seven hundred and fifty bucks. I want the whole new toilet. So write that down, you Vinny Cheesmo. All the boys get a little thing going. I, I want the three seashells. Just give me three seashells. I'll, I'll rearrange them and see if I can just get it to work for me, or I'll walk around dirty. All right, fine. We're heading back to Tampa tomorrow. I'll take you down to uh, Clearwater, and we'll get you seashells if you absolutely have to have them. I might stink for a while, but I'm going to get it to work. Now, <laughs> this is one of the things, though. You were wondering when this technology was finally going to happen. Mm-hmm, where we weren't going to need to use paper. How long have we been using paper or for a that vari- action? a variation thereof, be it leaves. I guess in the olden days they used tree bark. Oh, or pelts. Kill me. What else should we have had by now if we're already getting these hands-free um, butt cleaners? Jetpacks. I've always wanted a jetpack. I've always wanted to be able to get from 57th down to 37th in about two minutes. Now, what would you do if it stalled out? Never crossed my mind. You just ruined jetpacks for me. I've been dreaming about jetpacks since I was probably about 12 years old. You just You've been thinking it. about jetpacks since you were 12 and never thought about stalling out in the middle of the air? I would assume that if Everything we... stalls out. Batteries run out. Gas runs out. You just broke a man's heart with talking about stalling jetpacks because now, even when they do create them, I'm never going to be able to get one. You know what I thought we'd have by now? Hmm. Now that we have this cleansing, the hands-free cleansing virtual sex yeah i mean i i've tried fake body parts and used those mm-hmm. it doesn't work out that well the closest i can get to the real thing with it being fake a big ziploc bag full of water with the air pushed out folded over put in between uh, mattress springs that's as close as i can get to virtual sex you look so proud you look what? like you had genuinely accomplished and conquered something i did i conquered my bed you conquered your couch. You conquered living room furniture. You violated it. Ryan, Ryan and Yonkers, you're next. First of all, what kind of a straight man wants some form of cleansing wand to his body? I'll t- Second of all, is it the same wand that touches everybody? The understanding, though, is that it never touches you. It sprays water. It's kind of a, a hose. <laughs> So wait a second. Now, basically, what they're trying to sell to us is a hose with warm water. High-powered hose. And it also has a dryer on Mm -hmm. it. Getting back to the things I thought we'd have at this point. Mm -hmm. How about 3D television? I know we're getting close with the HD TV, but an actual 3D television. Either 3D television or holograms. All right, we're going to copyright this or Mm -hmm. trademark it or whatever. whatever. I'm sure someone already has holograms. There's no way. Our idea is a hologram box that you put in your living room that makes it seem like you're on the second deck Mm -hmm. looking down on the Knicks versus the Mavericks. Just like in Star Wars. Yeah. In Star Wars, they had the virtual chess. 866-313-FREE. I'm excited about not using uh, toilet paper anymore. Well, you hardly use it now. I do, too. I use it like three or four times per sitting. You said sitting, right? Yes. What pisses me off in every form is butt cheeks. I hate my butt cheeks. 
I wish I was a dog. Dogs have it the best because they don't have to do any of this stuff. They just go and not worry. They walk away from it. They don't need to have this uh, this wand, this hands-free washer. They don't need toilet paper. All right. You hardly have an ass. You're as close as a... But I have the cheeks. If I, I, I wish I did have the ass to go along with it because I could at least, you know, flaunt it. I could shake it on the dance floor, but I can't even do that. So you look at your dog with envy. I look, I'm like, oh, I wish it was that easy. Hannah, Hannah, you're next. Hey, guys. I just wanted to say you could hire a Mexican full-time to wipe your ass for that type Hey, of come on. That's me. And I'll be honest with you. I have hired you. If this doesn't work out, I may be looking for work. So it's with you, true. true. <laughs> it's true. No, it's not. She's too sticking to it. She has convictions. You hire anybody to wipe your ass All righty. <laughs> that potty mouth of yours. Dubs, let's go to uh, Mike. Mike in Long Island. What's up, Mike? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's going on? What do you got, buddy? None, man. You guys are talking about the uh, the 3D movies and the 3D sporting events. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, within a year, you're going to be seeing that in your movie theaters. You're going to actually watch the Super Bowl in 3D, and you're going to feel like you're on the field. Do I have no idea who you are or what your credentials are, but you are right, my friend. All right, where did you see that? How Hold do you on, know let it? me tell you. I went to the National Association of Theater Owners. It's called NATO because I run a movie theater out here in Port Washington. All right. Every six months we go to these annual events and they show us what the future of movies is going to be. And this one happened to focus on what they call Real D. And it's actually... That's what Dubs loves. It's events that they film in 3D and you go watch them in movie theaters and you're in the game, literally. That's amazing, man. Hey, thank you for the info, buddy. The first one to be released is going to be a U2 concert, what? and you're going to be literally on the stage. Why with U2? U2 is uh, the international band. You can you can release that everywhere, and people will enjoy it. That's why. Why are we going to do U2 when 38 Special's out there looking for work? <laughs> why can't we give it to them? Hideout. With LFA and J-Dubs. Mixtape. Hideout. With LFA and J-Dubs. Mixtape. Oh, look who's on the phone. Who's that? Dustin Diamond. Get the hell out of here. Dustin Diamond, you're in the hideout. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Hey, we uh, we are in uh, in the area in Florida here. We just went to the pilot show, and uh, I took part, and I got to uh, Lathan Village. It was awesome. All right, you sound so drunk right now. Have you uh, been no, enjoying... No, no, actually, I'm not drunk. I'm, I'm uh, planning to get drunk. I'm with the recording artist uh, Fabian here, and we went in, and we, uh, we, we, we're going to take home some wenches, is what it's about. Uh, where are you performing this weekend, Dustin? I'm at the uh, Orlando Improv, and Fabian is all over Florida. All right, who is Fabian? Who is this kid? Never heard of him. Who's Fabian? Hold on a second. Oh, well, <laughs> now Fabian's hey, going to get the... Hey, how you doing? Fabian. 104.1, Fabian Music. How are you doing tonight? Uh, Fabian, so are you, a, are, you a, are you a rock star or a pop star? I'm actually an R&B pop star. Just got signed to Primoris Records, Universal Music Distribution. We'll be we'll be dropping the first week of January. Actually, the album is called Next Level. Do we? Can we see if we have any Fabian here now? Why are you hanging? Why are you hanging out with Dustin Diamond? Are you guys like old friends or what? Yeah, Dustin and I are old friends, and uh, we're just out cruising the city, having a good time. I happen to be in the area. He called me up, and uh, I said, "Why not? Let's hit the Pirates Dinner Adventure and see, you know." <laughs> See what kind of good time we can have tonight. I'm going to let Dust tell you about that. All right, thank and you. And there's this. Don't let Fabian like uh, help you with some nonsense. Fabian tapped Kelly way back in the day. And, Tiffany uh, Amber Thiessen? And uh, he tapped Kelly and Jesse. Never leave her, though. She was my All right, here's the thing, Dustin, and I'm so glad you're on the show with us right now because you are high. 
You, I yeah. can tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, you may not be drunk, but you're high, sir. Wasted. I can so hear it in your voice because sober people don't talk like you. Uh, hey, I am only sober, my friend. I can drive like nobody's business. Just leave the lights off. You get a hot lady, you put me in the driver's seat, ooh, it is on. <laughs> All right, so you are going to be at the Orlando Improv this weekend. I was checking out uh, StandUpOrlando.com. Can I play yeah. a little audio for you and see if you, uh, like, get your reaction to it? Okay. All right, here we go. Now, this is a buddy. Uh, this is a guy we've had in on the show before, but this is him on StandUpOrlando.com, and he's doing a podcast. So, Pat, you talked about who you really like, and I see this smile on your face already. Why don't you tell us who you hate? Um, For one thing, I cannot stand uh, comics like Screech from Saved by the Bell. We have no goddamn rights to be on stage. Now, a lot of people would say, Screech, why, why, do, you, why do you hate on Screech? Oh, because, you know, coming up, it's so difficult to get gigs as it is. But since he was a child actor, he's got pull enough to go into B clubs where we need to fill in the weeks. And uh, he, he's booked like 40 weeks out of the year. And basically, he's taking money uh, away from comics with actual talent. If you watch wow. Screech's stand-up, he opens up with, I'm not even a comic. I don't tell jokes. That's great. That's Thank, thank you for telling me that. It's like going to a brain surgeon. It's like, hey, I'm not a surgeon. I just like to play with knives. Thanks. That, that, <laughs> that makes me feel comfortable. I'm glad you told me that. I'm glad we came out for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you so much. What do you think about that, Screech? When God, do you get a lot of that from, low, from like, comics and stuff who are mad at you from the fame it, that you've gotten? It's funny to me that you can't separate Screech from Dustin Diamond. You know what? i got a Showtime special coming out. i got all kinds of stuff coming out. i got a show, to, a show special with Nick Jagger coming out. And you know what? I, need, I never need to defend myself the fact that jealous comics can talk all the crap that they want. Right. I'm selling out shows, and you know what? The bottom line is, is that uh, people say I don't deserve it because I was an actor. Well, you know what? I'm funny. And the bottom line is, if you're funny and the audiences are selling out and the packs, the, the shows are packed, it doesn't matter. So, uh, you know, I, I appreciate being on your show. And, and uh, but, I mean, to throw something like that at me off the bat, some... Some nobody that no one's heard of that's jealous for reasons that nobody cares well, about. No, no, no. I mean, look, I'm not trying to be an ass to you. I'm, I'm, just wondering, I, I'm wondering if you get that a lot from uh, these local comics when you come into town. So, like, I mean, do you ever do you do you hear that where it's like, hey, here we have, you know, Dustin. I'm Dustin Diamond now, the comedian. But do you ever say, you know, do you ever do you ever hear anything from these guys? Do any of these guys ever say this to your face? Let's put it this way: the improv was sold out. I can't, can't say, say that. that. And then he hangs up. <laughs> All right, here, I'm gonna, you want me to play the rest of this for you? Sure. All right. This is Pat Garrity in StandUpOrlando.com. <laughs> Hideout Download. He does not have any comedic talent whatsoever. You see, he, he ended his career and, and saved by the bell after 10 years. I don't know how long you can do a high school sitcom. You know, for 43 10 years. years yeah, is yeah, the yeah, record. yeah, yeah. So he ends that, and he's like, oh, what am I going to do with my life now? Uh, stand-up comedy. Why? Because like I said before. Oh, they look, they're just talking. Looks easy enough. So he robs, basically robbing other talented comics who are coming up by getting on stage. And now he's bitching because he's about to lose his house. Not because his, he says his parents made bad decisions with his money to save by the belt. No, because he's a raging cokehead. And he sucks. All right. And that's why he's, you know, on stage robbing other comics with talent. So he's a piece of And uh, hopefully he'll overdose sometime soon. And wow. I really mean that. <laughs> wow. All right, that's from Pat. That's hardcore. That's Pat Garrity saying that.
Why would he hang up? He got pissed at us. Is that him? All right. Dustin. Yeah, this is Bushman for Dustin Diamond. Do you have a number on there? Dustin. Why, why did he hang up? Why did he Why did he curse and then hang up the phone? Because he, he felt like he was being having to defend himself. No, we, we were asking him if that happens a lot. We were, we were trying to get a look into Dustin Diamond's life. Dude, look, what are we going to do? Are we going to ask him about his foundation? Yeah, well, the bottom line is this. I mean, you know, Universal Records has stepped up. Uh, Prime Morris Records has stepped up to sign this man. You know, Universal Distribution has stepped up. Right, who am I talking to right now? I don't know. Who am I hey, Beth, do you want to talk? Just put someone on the phone that wants to talk. All right. Hey. Yeah. All right. Listen. Who is this? This is George Burton, CEO of Prime Morris Universal. Okay. All right. So, All right. do you want to talk to us, or are we going to yeah, get the phone I'll pass? Yeah, I'll talk to Pat Garrity. Right, Give yeah. me this nobody. Give me this nobody. All right. Well, we'll we'll get you Garrity's number. He's coming on the show before. I don't want to. I don't understand how this is supposed to be some sort of an ambush. We a local comics guys who come in here all the time. They had an opinion about right. Dustin. I want to play it for him well, and have him deal. comment on it. It's not like hey, I listen. wanted to... Well, hold on. Let me listen. finish mine, and I'll let you finish yours. Okay, listen. Dustin is playing at the Improv. Is your local comic playing there? Yes, actually, he has played the Improv before. Uh, the, no, before. I'm talking about has he sold the Improv out. Listen, it's not about who's selling who out. Obviously, Screech is going to sell it out because he has we, name and recognition. And we just want to know how he felt about that stuff. We weren't, we weren't attacking him. We are giving him a, a okay. chance to... Uh, him, uh, Talk right. back at it. Hold on. Hit, hey, Jesus you Christ, can't you can't swear. Put him I'm on hold. hold. Listen, you dumbasses, because you're listening to the radio right now. Obviously, you hanging up proves you have some sort of insecurity about what Garrity said. That's all this is. This, we just gave you a chance to uh, say your piece about it. You're showing it right now. you got to chill the hell out with the cousin if we're going to talk on the radio. I don't mind pushing your gig. Like you said, it's sold out, so there's no reason to push it. We were going to ask you about the whole Dirty Sanchez thing, too. What, what do you want us to ask you about Saved by the Bell? I thought you wanted to move past that. Fifteen years ago? Don't you want to talk about your stand-up career? This is what people are talking about with your stand-up career. It's a you, chance to defend yourself. Either you can address it now or we'll talk about Zach Morris. We're trying to have something new for you to discuss. Of course you're going to sell out the improv. You're screech. We grew up with you. All right. We're gonna are, are you ready for Dustin Diamond or are you ready for Screech? Tell me who you're ready for. We, Dude, we wanted to talk about Dustin Diamond. We, we didn't never, want to talk right. about we Jesus. Jesus. Stop you are a cursing. retard. All right. Keep him on hold so, so, he, can, so he can listen uh, he again. Just, he just uh, hung up again. They're still listening, though. Yeah. You morons. You don't even get it. We never once asked him about being Screech. We never talked about Saved by the Bell once. What were we asking you about? Being a comic. And what you run into on the road as a comic. And I use the term loosely now, because I didn't hear a single funny thing when you called in. And who's Fabian? I've never heard of that fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to talk to this clown? Can't even ask him a reasonable question. Pedro. Hi, girls. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, uh, this, does this go on my record of making more friends? Yeah, this is another enemy you've made us, because you set this no, up. No, listen, please. That guy makes absolutely no, no sense. Did and you he hear? Goes Did you? I didn't hear it, because I'm in Marco Island, apparently uh, over here in, in Jurassic Park, they don't get uh, any good radio. Um... <laughs> I, all we did is first we were talking to him. We plugged the gig like four times. We I was trying to get Gary on the phone because uh, my brother calls me up while I was on stage. He's like, "Dude, they played the Garrity clip," and I'm trying to get Garrity because Garrity uh, 
might show up tomorrow to the improv to show a little support for Screech. Oh, jeez. Oh, we got Fabian on the line now. I, like, I want to talk to that <laughs> clown. I'm not putting any more of them on the air if they can't stop cursing. They curse one more time, they're done. All right, listen, clowns, you can go on the air. I don't mind you going on the air. You have to follow the same rules that any other douchebag who calls in has to follow. Turn your radio down. Otherwise, we're not going to hear a single word that you say. So you need to reconsider what you just asked me to do and open up your ears. I'm listening to you. Say what, who, who are we talking well, to now? Fabian, I just told you at the beginning of the interview, if you was a good host, you would have realized it. You would have listened. But I'm just phoning in to answer your questions. First of all, I've never heard of you, you fruit. I don't know what kind of music you do, you ass. Don't sit here and judge me on what kind of a host I am. I've never heard of your <laughs> crap music. Hey, put, you know what, put Screech on the phone, my beast. out of them. No one knows who you are. No one will. No one wants to talk to Fabian, you fairy. <laughs> and no one wants to talk to Dustin either. They want to talk to Screech. We attempted to have a conversation about, with him about stand-up. Like, I care about you. Oh, no, we've made enemies with some pop star. No one's a... Not even a pop star. You're a pop rock. You clown. I'm sure you're exploding in mouths all the time. <laughs> Dude. Dopey. What do you got, Dopey? Oh, I had a killer bit for Screech, man. I'm so disappointed. He needs one. You're lucky we didn't do the bit we were going to do. <laughs> We're going to talk about the Dustin Diamond Foundation. Oh, no. <laughs> talk about the loss of his first child. Just play that in the background the whole time. We decided to ask you about... Oh, there's no Dustin! <laughs> Guess what? That's funnier than anything you're going to do all weekend. <laughs> I didn't want to do it, but you pushed me over the edge by cursing on our show four times. Doing sex tapes no one cares about, you freak. What are we going to talk to him about? Nothing. We tried to talk to him about something to be interesting, but he didn't want to do it. Ed, what do you got? Uh, I used to do stand-up. I still every now and then do stand-up with uh, Patrick Garrity. And, uh, and, if, and if anybody ever saw his act, they would never call him a no-town local guy. The guy's brilliant. And also a veteran of uh, serving over in Iraq. And, you know, and you, know, right. you, can't, you can't speak about somebody and not know about them. All right, here's the thing. We heard it first here in the hideout. Dustin Diamond hates Iraqi war veterans. <laughs> yeah, he's a veteran of serving food at the max, faggot. <laughs> and so does his fruity friend, Fabian. Gargamel, dude. What's up, man? How you doing? Yo. I happen to be there at Pirates helping serve Mr. Diamond tonight, and yeah, he was wasted. Uh, all right, I'm not going to say what he was and what he wasn't. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know that to be a fact. Go to. And I'm not going to judge the guy no, based on... No, people go out and they party. Now, that's... Just don't, don't be an ass. No wonder Lisa wouldn't go out with you. <laughs> Shut up. But whatever. Shut up. That's the, stuff, <laughs> that's the stuff that pisses him off, and guess what? We weren't going to do that. We were going to talk to you about comedy, and we are going to try to have you be funny. And it didn't work out for you. Let's talk to dude in the 407. What's up, dude? Hey, guys. I just want to say he's a washed-up has-been, and you guys rock. Of course. You handled that so well. Appreciate it. Of course we did. You know why? We're geniuses, and we have talent. Lance in the 386. Hey, I've seen Lance. I mean, <laughs> I've seen Screech's stand-up. Yeah. It's absolutely horrible. It's horrific. I mean, here's the thing. I don't want to badmouth the guy. I'm not going to lie to you. I've never seen it before. And he sold out the improv, and maybe that means something because he has a name. All I wanted to do was play a little audio from some guy who's seen him before and talking about how he goes around. And the only 
Here's what here's what Garrity said. The only reason he sells out places 40 weeks a year is because he has a name. And those are the off weekends for most clubs when it's taking money away from local talents and what Garrity alleges are talented people. I wanted to get him to comment on that. So what does he do? Screeches the blank and I sell out everything and then hangs up. That that son of a bitch called himself Screech before we did. It is National Coming Out Day. Yes, it is. This started back, I believe, October 11th, 1987. With, oh, really? Is that that far of a tradition? About 500,000 um, gay and lesbian people marched on Washington and just decided, hey, enough of being in the closet. Mm -hmm. We're coming out. So in your mind, this... What does it say to you? Like, you decide, hey, I hear this. It's National Coming Out Day. What am I going to do? I decided to call my mom. I just wondered how she would take it. Now, give me a little background on your mom. Um, she's a janitor uh, <laughs> from Fowlerville, Michigan. I, when I ask you to give background information, I don't need you to brag and rub it in our faces about how successful she is. <laughs> Again, she's a janitor and slightly racist, slightly homophobic. Just slightly? I. She tries not to show it. Okay. She she tries to veil it, at least. Now, does she try to veil it to you or to others? Like, if she's around family. Everybody. everybody. But you know in her heart of hearts. Because she'll slip up every once in a while. Okay. And now this is your official coming out to us, too. No. This is a, a bit. A social experiment to see how my mom would handle this. All right. You ready for this? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Hello? Hey, Mom. Hey. It is Justin. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> they were hanging up. <laughs> Who? All right, hold on a second. I want to. I tried to call one time, and they hung up on me immediately because they thought I was bill collectors or something. That's my family. Are for you real. kidding? No. All right. What's going on? <sighs> Can I talk to? What just was my... that? That was Kayla. <laughs> what? That's your fat niece? Yes. I want to play it all the way through, but I feel like I need to stop and comment when I hear. <laughs> How old is she? Six, seven. All right. For those of you just now tuning in, this is Dubs for National Coming Out Day. Calls his mom and comes out to her. Going on. <sighs> Can I talk to just you, mom? Right. Seriously. Oh, stop it. <laughs> what? Can I just talk to you? Yeah. Okay. Uh oh. Uh, terrible day. Why is that? Hey. Um, I think. Uh, me and Krista broke up. Why is that? I was cheating on her. No, you weren't. <laughs> Why would if you, you want? If you want to talk to her about it, yeah. Why would you want to do that? It. I think I don't know. I, I, I guess I was stupid. I guess. Hold on, this is so uncomfortable. <laughs> this is incredibly uncomfortable. Am I playing it well? You really are. With your girlfriend. And Chunks is in the room the whole time. And I just keep on looking over at him. Both of us just biting our lips, trying not to laugh. Kudos, my friend. All right. I think, I don't know. I, I, I guess I was stupid. I guess. <clears throat> so what are you going to do? Well... I don't know. Um, probably find a new place. I don't know. What do you think? You better make up with her. That's going to be hard. It's going to be really hard. It's 
a little overcomplicated. I don't know. I, I probably won't go into work tonight, though. <laughs> She's not saying anything to you. I know. She's so disconnected and uncomfortable. You haven't even gotten to the coming out part yet. Yeah. Oh, man. So Hideout Road Radio 104.1. <laughs> Simmons writes oh. over. When is she going to start asking for taters and playing football with the neighborhood kids? Your mom's sling blade with a mop. This is Dubs calling his mom for National Coming Out Day. He's already set it up where he is uh, broken up with his girlfriend because I guess she caught you cheating. Well, the worst part about it. Are you alone? Yeah. Okay. The worst part about it is um, I was caught with a guy. Are you on the radio? <laughs> no, we don't go on until 7. I don't think I'm going in tonight. I don't know what to say, Justin. I don't expect you to say anything. I just wanted to talk to someone about it. <laughs> I don't like, know who to talk to. <laughs> like, she's the person you would want to talk to about yeah, that. Like, she's the first person I call. I can't wait to see if this makes her feel good, like, as a mother. Are you ashamed of me? I'm not too happy. <laughs> I mean, I'll always love you, but I'm not happy about that, no. I understand. All right, that's kind of supportive. Kind of. I am who I am, though. <laughs> <laughs> Such a queer. And who are you? I guess I'm gay. Or I don't know. Oh, it's so uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of hard to believe. Why is that? It just is. I mean, you never seem to be uh, that way. <laughs> that way. Really? Mm -hmm. She obviously doesn't know you. Mm hmm. Because you were so that way. How so? I'm just glad you're coming out to the rest of us finally. I am not. I have tape right here. Well, I hit it well then. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't tell Grandma or anything. <laughs> I guess not. I gotta tell nobody. Oh. You don't be ashamed of it. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ready to just lead my life the way I have to lead it. You need to think about what you're doing first. It's been years of me thinking about it. Finally just coming to grips with it. Gay happens. <laughs> such a moron. How is she not laughing? How is your mother not laughing at I this point? I don't know. Point? I had to throw that one out there, though. All right, so Hideout Radio 104.1 dubs, calling his mom and telling her what we all suspected, that he is gay on this National Coming Out Day. Gay happens. <laughs> what did Krista say? It's your girlfriend. Mm -hmm. She called me a sick sodomite and kicked me out. <laughs> Where are you at now? I'm up at work right now, but I don't, I don't know if I'm going to go on the air tonight. It's the only place I knew where to go for right now. 
Oh, it's just so much uh, problems with being that way, Justin. <laughs> what kind of problems? <laughs> See, now you're baiting her. <laughs> now, now you've baited her for her true homophobic <laughs> yeah. feelings to come out. I'm trying. I'm trying so far to uh, just pull some kind of homophobic nature out of her. Why would you do that? What is it? Because I know she's tiptoeing around it. I know what she wants to say. There's so many problems for being that way, Justin. Yeah. What kind of problems? Okay. <laughs> uh, diseases and everything else. Oh, my God. <laughs> diseases and everything else. Because straight people never get diseases, diseases and such. You should open a store called that. Uh, diseases and everything else that come with it. I know, but I just can't help myself. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm serious. That's kind of ridiculous. Sex is just a function anyway. I mean, it's not like... All right, those are her words of wisdom. Yeah. That's... She's a little fortune cookie, isn't she? Sex is just a function. Sex is just a function anyway. I mean, it's not like you can't help yourself with it. I feel like an addict. <laughs> Maybe you need some counseling. Maybe. I guess I'm going to go, though. Um. <laughs> oh, it's so uncomfortable. She just has nothing else to say other nope. than diseases. <laughs> and get counseling. And no wonder people stay in the closet. Mothers like this. All right, let's wrap it up. I don't know where I'm going to go or what I'm going to do. Mom? Yeah. I don't know what to tell you other than he needs some counseling help. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. Pedro on the 407. Dude, that was the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> really? It's like I want to laugh, but I'm like, oh, man. Dude, I felt bad for her. You can tell in the background she started, like, ripping the baby pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Just angry. The hideout. With LFA and J-Dubs. <laughs> Mixtape.